since the days before we had Facebook. Exactly. I blocked those days out. I, I don't remember. Couldn't find your porn in a bush. <laughs> Good old days. I don't remember. The classics. I've never had a fucking chance to look at my phone all day. Oh, having a chance to what? I haven't had a chance to look at my phone all day. Oh, they said watch porn. I was like, what? Do you watch porn, mate? It's bad for your dick. TMI, is it? Yeah, man. Makes your dick lazy. It makes it lazy. Yeah, man. It makes my dick more energetic because it pops right up when I want to. Telling you, if you, I, I did. I, I watched something that, about I, this. I read the article, man. It works. I got myself an extra half an inch. Do you really? Oh yeah, for real. Yeah, I, I, yeah. You get desensitized when you watch porn. Exactly, that's what it is. It's, it disengages the mind. Yeah. Occasionally, I dabble. Ah, yeah. Occasionally, I, I dabble. Yeah. A treat. <laughs> I mean, I'm away with work one month out, of, one week out. Of oh, there you go. You have to. You got something you got to do with that free Wi-Fi in the hotel. And now that they they are doing away with this whole. Uh, Thing where you have to give in your passport information to get the porn. It's been delayed again, hasn't it? it? It's only, it's rude not to. Yeah, I wrote it's, a bit about that actually. Did you? Yeah. So it's a nightmare because the only two people that know where your passport is is your mum and your missus. <laughs> <laughs> They're the last two people you want to Where talk are you to. going? Uh, uh, to the bathroom. <laughs> well, you know we're on holiday. <laughs> oh, it's a holiday. That's the worst thing. You ever done that where you're like watching on your phone and you get a text message from someone halfway through? And you gotta swipe it off. Yeah, it's not that, but it could be like you're sitting there like, and then he laughing and does that love you, son? You're like, oh, oh. splodge. Right yeah, <laughs> that's it. Done. Spaff. Spaff's not a nice word. But you know, I like to say spaff. spaff. You know, it's funny. Um, I don't, I don't know did I, if I told. Oh no, I definitely didn't tell this story because I, I was way too drunk last week. But um, I was on it. I was on it like a car bonnet. Two beers. I was. They were like nine <laughs> percent. No, she never brought any this week. No, nah, I got the car with well. me. Nah. Do for the pint after. I was thinking about it, but I don't I'm, know. Really I'm to, fucking skint, man. Me too. I need, I need to get some stage time. Pub. Can't afford to be out in the pub. Me neither. Yeah, I've got fucking somehow managed to have three nights out in a row this weekend. I got my operation next weekend, so I was like, I want to do something fun. So I ended up oh, I've got, getting on it. I've got blend on the Friday, and then it's my mate Stevie's birthday on the Saturday. Yeah, and then Megan's dad won a whiskey tour. At Tully Bardine Brewery. Oh, I want to go there. So he's taking me. Oh, on nice. On Sunday, so I'm out Friday, out Saturday, whiskey tour on Sunday. How many do you get? Do you know? No idea, but my mate works there. He says you'll end up cunted. Yeah. So, I'm a little bit saucy. See, if they give you a voucher for a bottle, sling that over this way, buddy. I'll fucking take the discount. Uh, what were we just talking about? I said I was going to tell a story about... You're too drunk, so you never told it last week. You never actually told us what the premise of the story was. Shit, what were we talking about just before that? Beaten off. Fuck. <laughs> so many stories about that. I don't know. <laughs> Danger wank. Um, and yeah, that's one of my favourite lines for this show. Oh, race man, the toaster. Nice. Race the toaster. <laughs> what, you're after beating off? I don't know. I didn't race it. <laughs> Just ate for it. Love it again. There's no challenges out there. <laughs> Just ate for a love it again. <laughs> no, this is good. We need to, we need to back. We need to back. Okay. Back, chase our steps here. Do you want to go to tape? You're recording. Yeah, I'm recording. Oh, you're recording now? Yeah, man. Can you? No, I'm, I am recording. I have been recording. Oh, no, I was going to say, can you go back? <laughs> Not really, Mike. Oh, no. okay, that's fine. <laughs> Come on, well, let's think about it. What were we just talking about? So I, we were talking about you, like, I need some stage time. And then you were talking about the passports before that. How you need your passports. And we were talking about text the, messages. Coming the text through. message during this, you said sploof. Spaff. Spaff. Fuck, what were we talking about? This is going <laughs> to fucking bother I don't me. Know what you are on about. I have no idea. 
Uh, I was, then I was like, did I tell this story? What was the story I was trying to fucking tell, though? <laughs> this is great pod, Mike. <laughs> this is quality stuff, boys. My, my brain is just like a fucking bin. I, I can't, like... <clears throat> is that a windy shot? Yeah. Right. Fact, hey. oh, I'm a bit jogged over here. Indeed. Just while I wait, I'll just sit and open a couple of gold packs on the old web app. <laughs> Fucking man again. For those who are listening, Andy Mack was like, I'll do one more pack before we start. And now that we're sitting starting, Andy Mack's on the online pack. You just didn't even care what you were talking about two minutes ago. I came on, I thought it was Mike, someone who said... It was you, you said spaff. Aye, so we've got to that. So I remember what I said and you're the one that's lost here. I don't even know if it was a masturbation story. It was just about... Probably was. Is this Oh, Yeah. Alright, alright. I'm fucked up, guys. Right, do you know what I remember was? Yeah. Right, okay. But do you want to get into the show first or do you want to just I don't know at this point I'll hear the fuck it right. Uh, it's not even that good. You're gonna forget by the time you do I will forget. But I was just saying about how um I was thinking about uh I got a, a text message from Quiff. You know the betting app Quiff? Yes. Yeah, so I signed up to Quiff probably fucking, I don't even know, like two years ago or something, because I saw the ad on Twitter one day, and I was like, oh, this is a cool fucking betting app. I don't even bet on anything. I'm fucking broke. So um, I, I downloaded it, never used it. So I, I, I get text messages from them occasionally. So then I sent one back <laughs> to, just to say, stop, I didn't want it. So when they give you a different, you know, the short dial numbers that you, you send a text message to, and then with the stop or whatever. So then I, my phone like locked up and it was like, oh, someone may be trying to hack your phone. And I was like, oh, shit. So then a couple of days later, I was thinking like um, if I were to be watching porn on my phone and someone were to be able to access my camera, because you can do that now. Yep. Be like, people can hack your devices and then they can access your camera. It's a Black Mirror episode. They would see you. And I would be like, I'd be like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> you're going to see me. You're going to see me. I'm like, be funny, man. Like, I'd have to be. See if someone's like, ah, we're going to release this video of you beating off. I'm like, go for it. <laughs> yeah. Just go for it. Nothing to hide, man. Yeah. It's going to be 35 years no old. One, no one looks good when they're hitting the vinegar stroke. Absolutely no one. Vinegar strokes? Vinegar strokes. What is that? So it's, it's, I remember it from watching the league, but it's basically those last few motions before you hit yeah. and your face screws up like you've just swallowed a mouthful of vinegar. <laughs> It's called the vinegar strokes. Just before you you arrive, my right eye kind of crosses. My left eye stays straight, but my right eye goes in, and then that's Why it. Why have you studied this? Have you looked in the mirror while you're doing it? I'm always looking in the mirror. What do that's you mean? Oh, yeah, him with vinegar on. <laughs> I fucking swear down. We've just we've, yeah, we've oh. determined chips. this. See if you get chips at the chippy. They've got to be like crispy chips. They've got to be absolutely sodded, dripping in crusty with the salt, but dripping with the vinegar. Oh, oh mate, yeah. Me. I, I don't like soft. Chippy chips, though. You know the ones that you pick up and they break apart? I like them kind of crispy. So it depends. Oh, right, we should probably get into the show before we fucking carry on now. Finish your statement. Go ahead. I like chippy chips, but I've got here like curry or something on them. Can I just have dry, dry chippy chips? Curry sauce, man. Mm. Big in the curry sauce. You know what I got because I had to work late last week? We got um, salt and pepper chicken and then salt and pepper chips as well fuck me it was up. too much it was way too much salt and pepper shit <laughs> yeah uh, you better fuck me up with that salt and pepper chicken like. shout out to mk noodle bar who do the best salt and pepper fries in the tune man mm. shout out to shanghai like mcdonald's because like mcdonald's fries in it yeah so it's like salt and pepper mcdonald's fries oh the thin joints yeah have you seen that we've got Mc, mcdelivery has just arrived in the old perf uber eats baby no it's an actual mcdelivery oh, app oh all right that's dangerous. I seen Danielle Fairley tweeting about that actually. That's, yeah, it's dangerous territory. Ah, uh, I don't like. They don't come to Medved, so I'm I'm fine. <laughs> I'd be For in that now. Indian all the time, man. 
I was there last week, actually. Yeah, it's good. Chutney. Yeah, it's very good. I did get a um, what's like a popular Indian dish? Tikka masala. No, I think I did get that. Yeah, it was. I was way too hot. I was burning my fucking mouth. Wow, I was hot. That's like yoga. Not even that. It it was hot. It was piping hot. Really. Like, do you mean yeah. like heat wise you or can spicy? Ask them, you it was can, spicy, yeah. You can you ask, ask them spicy. to tone it down. He did. They always yeah. say when I leave out of there, probably because I'm American, they're like, oh, tell me if it's too hot or not. Here comes like, the guy with the soft <laughs> mouth. <laughs> we'll put some fucking ice cream in it for you next time. Hey, <laughs> <I> just faces. <laughs> right. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a very loose episode of Perth Premier Podcast. This is a goose. I am your host, the Thick King, Jordan Patrick. Hi, And my co host, El Grande Nippes. El Grande Nippes. Pod Daddy. Yeah, the big nipper. The big nipper. Mikey Dots. How are you, mate? I'm very well. We got a word with Dots. Yes. Most people get ahead during the time that others waste. I wouldn't mind getting ahead. <laughs> what? Where? Get ahead. All right, okay, sorry. We're off to a dirty start. A we don't even have start. a guest. Yeah. I, uh, it's my bad. I showed up late, but we have got Andy Mack, your old da on the ones and twos. What's happening? What's happening? Happening? How are we, boys? You all right? Your old da was schooling me on... Uh, Ultimate Team, and I'm going to go home and geek out on Madden Ultimate Team pretty soon. On Madden? Is that out now? Uh, well, no, I'm going to use the old one, but you, Andy was telling me that you can't carry your shit over to the new one, so I'm kind of reluctant to start on this. Maybe I'll practice on this it's one. It's too late to, to bother starting. It's like now. next month it comes out, yeah, so just, I don't know. See, I, I, I'm just, I'm not got the attention span for computer games. I wish I did, because it seems like a great laugh. Yeah. But I just... I, I lose interest far too Good quickly. way to unwind you got nothing else going on, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Man, summer holidays and you're not working for three months, you've got plenty of fucking Tuesday afternoons where everyone else is at the work, you know, <laughs> and you've played golf or you've been to the gym, you've been to the driving range. There's nothing wrong. Hell yeah. Oh, I know, didn't me wrong. I played but, golf on Saturday. How's that? First nine, mm-hmm. it was the best nine holes of golf I've ever played in my life. Finished on 49. Which is yeah, not the inch. Ah, uh, the inch. Which isn't great, but for me, that's fucking spectacular to finish below fifty on the front nine. Playing with my mate Stevie Reed, I've never beaten him before. Me and him have been playing golf together for six years. Never beat him, so I was buzzing. Like he did. We finished the first nine. There was a par three just before the ninth hole in the inch. Yeah, small par three. Uh, par- no, no, no. The the small par three. Uh, is, that, is that nine on the front nine? Yeah. Uh, right at the end No that's the 10th hole Is that the 10th hole Right well Played that one Parred it Absolutely buzzing Stevie Shath It played an 8 on that one. Oh shit sorry That's the ninth. Mm-hmm. The ninth. My apologies Stevie absolutely fucked it He played an 8 I was like boom I am An 8 iron No he played uh, 8 oh. shots Oh, like, I was waiting to say, fucking hell, it's only about 90 yards, man. No, he, he absolutely, <laughs> hang on, it was really, it was one of those ones, it was a pain in the arse for him to watch, because like his shots were perfect, like direction-wise, mm-hmm. but he just couldn't get his power down at all, so he just kept going over the pin. Yeah. I parred it, absolutely buzzing, back nine, absolutely shot it. It's nice wee green, that, because you come down the wee slope, and then the whole green sits on a slope, and runs up a hill towards the back mm-hmm. so if the pin's sort of anywhere in the middle you just land it short of the green just let it fucking right. roll up man like i was absolutely buzzing my front nine performance i was like this is this is the, this is the day yeah. that i beat them back nine mm. back nine at the inch is tough like folks see like i play off a 12 handicap and you know i can get around the course the inch you look at it and go yeah it's an easy course it's got plenty of things that can fucking trip you up along the way, man. A lot of the fairways are quite thin and they're long, man. There's a lot of long par fours on that course. Well, for a guy of my abilities, the par fours are pretty long. Just play off a of women's tees. 
probably to yourself, uh, okay, what, what, yards the one that fucks me up is the, the one on the way back over the last hole in that back part of the course that plays alongside the path that's, 17th that's a f- no no um, before you actually go back onto the main part of the inch it's probably the 13th oh when you're in the back half yeah okay. that fucks me up every time I think I lost two balls on that and the worst part was there was a couple of old boys playing like adjacent to us the whole way and any time our paths crossed, I played an absolutely horrific shot. It's always the way. Oh, mate, it was horrible. You back always, nine, back nine shot. You it. always play your worst golf when you've got eyes watching you that you don't know who they are. Ah. For some reason, it's very, it can really it's easily pressure. get in your head. It's a fucking weird one, man. Yeah. Played one shot, though, it hit a tree and never came down. <laughs> I was raging. <laughs> Just got trapped in the tree. Was a hole in the tree. Oh, mate. And then the back, there was, Killed a bird. I think it was the 17th, or was it? One of them, I, I just could not hit it. I think I hit six shots and wasn't anywhere near the fairway. So I was just like, nah, fuck this. Just took the loss in the hole. But it was good fun. My favourite is the 16th, man. The 16th, the wee par three, just at the oh, end. Just the wee chip on the island. Just the wee chip on. It's just a wee fucking sandwich. And just ping it up as high in the air as I can, eh? Trying to go for a fucking spin. Yeah, fucking rage. <laughs> my favourite club was my pitching wage. And I fucking lost it up at Murray's Hall. Heartbreak. I was trying to play with a fucking nine iron on it. Just to hit it softly. Golf with Andy Mack. Okay, the golf corner. We were talking about how we didn't do sports. We probably should have prefaced sports. That sports. <laughs> <laughs> we dive into it this week. Uh, well, we do a little feedback. We go oh, sports shit, yeah, early. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I even thought, yeah, we're just all over the place. Let's do some feedback. Um, well, first of all, uh, before we do the feedback, we should say that we're out of sponsors this week. Out of sponsors. And you can sponsor this podcast if you want to. Yeah. No amount too small. We can uh, help get your business in the ears of our listeners. Yes. So um, we could also provide you with an invoice for tax purposes if you need it. Uh, for more information, please send us an email to monkeyswordfightpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got a little feedback. Uh, so l- last week, we were talking. I was talking about my shite bucket list thing that I put up on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, I did add one more to it, but I forgot what it was now. But Allie, Allie Cook, of course, chimed in with feedback as usual. Um, his silly bucket list, getting photographed for a Chinese coffee table book of foreigners. Yep. <laughs> that should be on everyone's bucket list now. Everyone. <laughs> we all want to be on someone's photo album. Uh, getting a hug from Tom Hanks. Yeah. Uh, see some Chinese granny fanny. Oh. Yeah. I'm up for it. <laughs> and to listen to Monkey Sword Fight live in China. Ooh, live from Beijing. Live. It's Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> it's Saturday night live. Um, he also said, um, highlights, new rule. Mike has to be drunk on every podcast from now on. He keeps producing gold like these. Can, can't catch one of those Pokemon. Can't catch one of those with your Pokemon Bowl, can you? I don't remember actually saying that. And then I played it back and I was like, oh, yeah, that was perfectly timed. That was good. Um, uh, they've got tenants. I'm sorry to hear that. I do remember saying that. They use it all the time. Um, and did you wipe your ass with a rabbit? I did say that to you. You didn't pick it up. You were like, no, I didn't. And I was like, fuck, that was just, just a joke. I know you didn't wipe your ass with a rabbit. That would have been weird and, and rude. It just shows what happens when like Mike was half cut and me and Andy were sober as judges. I didn't think he was half cut. I was trash. No, I, was, I wasn't trash. I was, I was heavily buzzed. You're getting better at hiding it then. Right. Am I? Good. I think so, yeah. So my, my co-workers can realize did, that too. <laughs> how did the sex mask go down? <laughs> I haven't had sex since. No, no, no I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> just joking. Just joking. Um, also, I, okay. okay. No, so I, was just, I walked in with that. Because Vicky came back to ours for a couple of drinks after we left here. Yeah. And so she walked in. 
And she just like sort of apologised to Chuff as I walked in with a mask silently. <laughs> and she just never spoke to me for the rest of the day. She had this terrifying look. Riley then coward when I put it on without telling him about it as well. Yeah, I put it on and uh, I picked up my daughters from school and I just came downstairs and just stood in the living room with it. And then they turned around, they were like, ah! So scared the shit out of them. <laughs> I've still not tried on the bulkage yet. No, me neither. I'm sitting in my living room. Oh, we got to do that raffle for the... The third pair, yeah. Yeah. We I've actually got them there prepared. Nice. Ooh. I think we had maybe had a spare mask as well. I'm not sure, but it's in there with a mask. That might be my Chinese mask, mystery goodie bag. But okay. I've, I've packed it up in that nice bag that Vicky left. So uh, that's a lovely bag. We'll, we'll, we'll do we'll do the patrons after that, and maybe we'll we'll decide a way how to give that away. Yeah. Um, and he wrote, also writes Andy, and you said, uh, "How have I spent more than 27 pounds in ASDA?" And he, were, he writes, "Simple, one word." pal one more to answer pal booze i'm always surprised how cheap the food is if i've not bought bevies with it is, yeah. is, is booze expensive in asda it's more expensive than the other stuff you'll buy because i was i went into Lidl the other day and was buying like just bits and pieces we had folk on rooms so i bought a bottle of gin and four tins of guinness yeah and if it wasn't for that my shopping would have been a tenner but i then came out nearer like 25 27 quid uh. Yeah, I usually find it would be like the twelve pack of Guinness or that. Mm. And that's a tenner right uh, there. I did oh. get half cut watching Glastonbury last week. Oh yeah. Then they watch about Glastonbury. No, but I've got something to add to the bra nose okay. to do with Glastonbury. So it's Glastonbury themed. So Ooh. just just remind me of that okay. later on. I actually forgot till you mentioned that. Okay. Um but it was what Jordan was doing that actually got me thinking about it. So I'll fill you in about it later on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, so we uh, touch on our Patreons? Yes, do Literally touch on them? No, I'm sorry. Um, hey, I'm oh, not a Patreon. Please don't touch dude, me. Dude, no be funny. I Hold saw on. that. Mike, I just got it. Hold on, fill it right on, baby. Fill it right on. Sorry, I just went to give Mike a really, a really patronizing part of the arm. And <laughs> that, uh, the, old, the old guns are looking fucking... I'm, I'm glad you acknowledge that it was patronizing. the goal and size is the price. Hell yeah. I told you I'd been hitting the gym, bro. I thought I was... I'm losing my, I think it's bicep. You the are. Podcast. We got a pull-up bar in the house too, but I I'm afraid do, to, I can't do pull-ups. I'm afraid to use it. I think he just makes up these stories about being like useless at the gym. That oh, I got <laughs> my legs. I actually said he's a he's fucking got a, animal, man. Racking he's the show. Program. He's got Connie just injecting him in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> do it! It's like, <laughs> it's like Rocky Four. You just st- stab me with needles. I'm sweating all over the place. You got a back like a dot to dot. Can I just, just then say for the listeners, obviously that two buff dudes program, although we mocked him at the <laughs> time. It's clearly fucking Now it's three buff dudes. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I don't know if it's that. Is that a pink shirt, man? But I fancy you a little bit. You see me shirtless. It looks nice. It looks all right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just three pals here. We'll just save that for the Patreons. We'll get the video on there. (laughs) Speaking of the Patreons, Ali Cook. Thank you for your feedback every week. Andrew Henderson. Um, Yeah, me and Andy Henderson have been talking a lot about Love Island. He's uh, heavy into Love Island as well. You wouldn't think so. That is mind blowing. Surprising. Yeah. I will say as well, just I want to apologise to Ali Cook because he did send us in some things on the private message, but Facebook is down just now. Yes, yeah, sorry, so Ali, it is down. You, we just cannot get to it. I also put up the bra and post about five times, and it just keeps spitting it out. So um, hopefully it gets worse. Fuck you, Zuckerberg. <laughs> uh, Callum McLaughlin, thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stick, sixty nine. <laughs> she also messaged us before. She uh, did before. Couldn't reply, but she's not going to be on the Patreon for a while. She's having a, a China mayor. Yeah, to it as, but 
We'll maybe, we'll maybe sort you. We'll get you sorted out. Yeah. Craig McCaffrey, Danielle Miller, Davey Forrett, Fraser Reeve with the next delivery of t-shirts. Yes. Nice. yes. Thank you, Fraser. Um, he's also hiring. I was just talking about working for him. Yeah. And then I, I saw the post go up to say that he was hiring. But yeah. then I saw like all what you needed to do to or know to work for him. And I was like, shit, I don't know but any of that hang stuff. A, it's another thing. Just like, block it. you got to show it. <laughs> Well, people did try to, and uh, uh, but I, want, I, I just wanted to, just to touch on that. If he's listening, big shout to Reevee, man. That's, he's not been doing this by himself for too long. And yeah, he's making big moves. So fucking shout out! And yes, he's doing the next batch of t-shirts. If you want one, hit us get, up. Get in contact. We can give you a color chart. As <laughs> uh, modeled by my son, there's hoodies and shit available now. Yeah, no, you can do it all. Hit us up with your request and we'll hook you up. I'm going to treat myself to a hoodie uh, probably next month. I'm going to try and get a hoodie yeah. as well. I'm I, wanting a snapback. Yeah, me ooh, too. Oh, does he do dad hats? The ones with the, with the, what do you call it? It's like a snapback, but it has the tie? don't know. Oh, I want one of those. I want a dad hat. I'll so show you as well. Our uh, previous guest, Fidget, I just went and bought one of her, her long tees. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen her do it for ages. So does she design all of those? Yeah, they're all her own drones. Yeah, there was one. There was one that I put in our chat where yeah. they, it's called like chicken nuggets. It's, like, it's got like it's got the McDonald's ones that I don't belong here. <laughs> yeah. I, was like, I was like, I fucking love it. I've been saying they're going to get one for ages, and I always bottle it because I've never, I've never got any money. But I had money sent my bank, and I was like, I'm going to sell out. Yeah. So people, if you're out there, have a look on Fidget's Instagram because their clothes are fucking awesome and they sell out fast. Yeah, we'll put links out on the Facebook page. Yeah. But they're obviously not as good as getting a monkey sword fight ah, t-shirt. Yeah, absolutely not. Nice. If you're going to buy I'm something. Monkey sword. <laughs> I've actually just hung out my monkey sword fight t-shirt in preparation for Blend at the weekend. Nice. By the time this goes out, I'll just announce this quickly. I'm so glad I've got two. <laughs> well, oh, okay. I'm actually going to donate one of my black ones as a raffle prize for Blend. Because oh, I'm okay. always wearing my white one now, so... I've also still got a spare XL sitting there as well, uh, which can be given away as our prize because our prize winner, uh, unfortunately, it's too far too big for them. Oh. So I've got another T-shirt sitting there that can be given up as a prize as well as a Chinese goodie bag, we'll pants and that. a T-shirt, <laughs> pants that won't fit you, and a T-shirt that might be too big for you. I have. I'll say this off the mics, but I have an idea for that extra large. Oh. If you guys agree at the end, but oh, I don't want to say it on air because that person will listen. Touching you. Um, you're not getting it anymore. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, Ian Shepard, Nate Black. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hey, Rachel. I haven't seen Rachel in a while. Is she all right? Yeah, she seemed yeah. good. I was, I was actually, me and Bestie went to see Toy Story 4 on Monday. Oh, okay. We'll get into that. Uh, Ralphie Roggs, uh, Roddy Bader, and Stephen Tosh Stosh. Big Stosh. Big Stoshy. Uh, all right. So there was something that you just said before Toy yeah, Story. So um, just, I don't know if this is, by the time this episode goes out, I'll probably be public knowledge, but I have been asked to be the guest host of the next Blendin' Standout. Nice. Nice. They've moved venue down to Little Bird, Perth. Very nice place. You've been in there yet? No, not yet. So I'm, I'm really excited. Met up with Rana earlier and sort of went over the running order and sort of how we're going to work it and stuff like that. So I'm looking nice. forward to it. But yeah, Rana's, um, a lot of people, I'll clear this up on the air for her because a lot of people are asking, what's the goss? Why are you moving venue? Yeah. It's just trying somewhere different. Okay. And so she's trying to bring it to a new... Um, so is it still called Blend In Stand Out? Yeah. Okay. Little bird standout doesn't have the same exactly, yeah, No, no, no. But just, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, but yeah, the name was associated with the venue and that. Yeah, well, yeah. So. There has been no no fallings out, no ruffled feathers, no drama. Good. It's just trying somewhere new. So I'm excited. Looking forward to it. Blend is really good. Um, a former co worker of mine, she owns it now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went there with breakfast with DVO a couple, couple of months ago. Little now. bird, sorry, not Blend. Yeah, Little yeah. Bird. Yeah. yeah. Very, very nice. Very yeah, good no, food. I'm looking forward to it. I've heard those things. Just never got a chance to go down. But. Buzzing, so um, yeah, hopefully a new crowd, hopefully some new faces, I'll be wearing the podcast tee, 
Nice. We talked about the podcast, we're going to hijack it for the podcast. So do you have uh, a couple of jokes for in between each guest? I'm actually, this sounds really bad, but I'm going to try and use it as like a, a way to try and work on crowd work. It's never something I've tried with stand-up. You know that bit at the start. Where you guys from? Yeah, yeah. Well, that type of, just think, almost every comedian in the world does some sort of crowd interaction, and I've never had an area in which to be able to try it, so. Where you guys from? Rannick Road. Oh, oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sound. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with those speed bumps, eh? What's the deal with Creep Road Tesco? <laughs> Pish. <laughs> uh, aye, so no, looking forward to it. Like, um, it'll Actually, I've worked out, it'll be pretty much about a year to the day mm-hmm. since I first did stand-up. Oh, oh yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was July last year that we first went down. Andy Mack did his poem. I got him to stand. You done it the following one, then you done it the August one. Yeah, yeah, I did do it the next well, one. Yeah. Oh, it's been a year, aye. Aye. Yeah. You gonna come down? I don't, mate. I'm fucking skint. I'm absolutely broke. Like, yeah. I don't have money. Like, I literally, I've got fuck all just now. Is it this weekend? You said, yeah. Yeah, it's Friday. If I if if I don't have the girls, I'll, I'll come down. I'll get you. I'll get you a pint or a coffee if you want. You want to come down? There. We'll buy a wee crate of beer. We'll go in on a wee crate between the boys. Yeah, I've got a wee half bottle of gin that I'm gonna tank. Oh, all right. Mm, yeah. Speaking of hard booze, I haven't had whiskey in about I don't know, maybe about two months now. Is this for a reason? Have you been told to cut no, down on it? Well, because I bought a couple. I'm starting to co- collect it now. So it was Connie sick and knocking you when you got white. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wasn't that you get violent? Is that you get violent and she still puts you on yeah. your ass? She puts me in a chokehold. That's why you're hitting the gym. She started, it's like I finally outmuscle her. No, I was I was buying a couple of bottles, and I would buy a bottle to drink. I would buy a bottle to collect. So I, I finished all the stuff that I was drinking and the stuff that I had gotten for Christmas, and now I have the two bottles that I had to that I'm collecting, just staring me in the fucking face every day, and I'm like, oh, I should just crack them open, but just drink them. <laughs> are, they, are they special whiskeys? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, there's one that's enough. 15 years old, and there's another one know. that's like, uh, I'm trying. I want to get one for my daughter's ages. I want uh, two. Those are my next two that I want to get. Yeah, okay, but nice. the two, one is 15, and one's like a really, it's older than that. So mm. I want to keep those around. But uh, I don't know. I'm going, I'm going through like withdrawals, man. I need that brown goodie. <laughs> need that good stuff. Something Connie says. <laughs> <laughs> Too much Connie talk. Sorry, man. I can't help it. You fucking fancy or something? I fancy, Mike. <laughs> Is it, is it the arm sake? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh shit. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, gonna say something there. But, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm looking forward to going on this whiskey tour because it's something I want to enjoy is whiskey. So which one are you going to? It's Tully Bardine. So that's the one when you're going toward, is it not Blackford? Pitlochry, is it? Is it that way? It's if you're going to Glasgow, right? Is it that way? The road to Glasgow. What's it called again? Tully Bardine. Yeah. Is it that way? Is I that? think so. Yeah. You may be right, actually. Uh, that's one that's on my list to go to. But yeah, it's in Blackford. Oh, it's in Blackford. Oh, okay. Right. Well, distillery in Blackford, Scotland, yeah. I'm wanting to, I'm wanting to figure it out, because I know there's there's ways to drink whiskey, and I want to learn more about it. Yeah. Because I would like to enjoy whiskey. It's a good time. Yeah. I, want, I, want, <laughs> I feel like it's something I need to put a bit of effort into. Well, do you... I, I like peated whiskeys. I like the stuff that tastes like a barbecue. Like, do you, do you have a preference in no, whiskey? I've, I'm not a big whiskey drinker. I've never really... No. I don't mind. I've had a couple of scotches here and there, but even then, I've not. I don't know if I'm drinking it right or if I've diluted it right. Or don't need to drink it right. A lot of people like it with water in it. I'm not a big. I like it straight up to kind of get well, at least the first time. What did that old school thing? You walk in the old school bars. You walk into and they've got the water jug for the yeah. whiskey. Yeah, that's, I want to be that guy. <laughs> a half pint and a nip. That's what when I retire, I want to be drinking a half pint and a nip. Yeah, that's it. A little bit of room temperature water, tepid water. And then you just open it up a bit, and it actually apparently helps to open up the flavor of the whiskey and that as well, and also makes it a little easier to drink. So you can enjoy those flavors more without 
kind of, you know, mm. drinking spirits I think, burns your throat yeah. a little bit, doesn't it? Like, See, the thing is, I'm, I'm bigging up my gin. I've hit a real stride in my gin game these days. Flavoured gin or just straight I, up? I like it all. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not against a straightforward old school Gordon's, mm-hmm. but I don't mind a wee, wee strawberry gin. We peach right. gin. Especially this, it's been warm the last Given couple of it's, days, it's, right? It's refreshing. It is. And it's not heavy. Yeah. So I'm quite guilty if I go out for sticking to pints all night and then feeling like I've had about 18 meals. What's the what's the uh, the drink that's minty with the mint leaves in it? What's that shit called? Uh, uh, mojitos. Mojitos, yeah. Is that gin in that? Uh, I know it's club soda. Is that not rum? It might be gin, actually. Yeah, those are good. Those yeah, are nice and refreshing. I feel like a mojito. Yeah. But uh, the Edinburgh gins, they have a bunch of different different mm. flavors that Connie and I Gin Seco, that'll fuck your night up. Gin Seco? So it's like strawberry gin, like Ooh. a measure, in a glass with Prosecco. Oh, yeah. Me and Megan one night sat and got absolutely rank, rotten, drunk in the back garden of a, <laughs> a bottle of gin and two bottles of Prosecco, and it was delicious. Oh. It was a good time. Had the tunes on, the sun. I'm still waiting for it. I want to have a session of garden. I know. Time for a wee barbecue sesh. You know what? May have a barbecue this weekend. Actually, mm. where can you where can you have a barbecue outside? Quarter mil. He's going to the inch. Fucking anywhere you want. Well, your back garden. We don't have. I don't have a back garden. Oh no, you moved it. I think you didn't. Yeah. Folks, just go to the fucking inch in that with disposable barbecues and just head down to the skate park. They've got a barbecue. Didn't oh they? yeah. Quarter yeah. mill's got one as well. Well, yeah, it's Fourth of July tomorrow, so I think oh, shit, so I think on uh, on Saturday I was going to have a couple of couple of cans and. Have a barbecue with the girls. Ooh, yeah, do it, do it, do it. Yeah, so made made you that. I don't know. Also, I was wanted to say this at Aldi. They have like these big cylinder things now with a tap on them with the beer. Have you seen this? I've seen the ones in there that's got it's like a it's like a big tub. And like you pull up the lid and it's yeah. like you can fill it with ice and it's like a little bar. Oh, I want them in my back garden. I just want to get drunk they're, in the warm weather. They're so pointless because they're charging you like a tenner extra for the same amount of beer because you're getting it in a big metal fucking. Drum. Oh, I don't keg. know. A big metal keg. Oh, keg. okay. I know what you're talking oh, about. Right. The kegs. Like How many pints do you get out of that? Some of them, they're like five litres. So it's equivalent to like, say, 10, 10 cans of beer. Uh, but you could buy 10 cans of beer for like a tenner, but they'll want to charge you like 17 quid for the keg. Oh, fuck that. Quite fancy. <laughs> Come on. It's not worth it. See, when I was talking about booze, I'm itching for a drink. We're do- me too. Guys, yeah. I'm a sucker for a bargain. And we're talking about drink as well. I'll keep uh, you... Nah, I'll- Oh, man, I like a good deal on the drink, huh? Yeah, we talk about the drink. This is a smooth segue here. Talking about the drink, and then Ali had mentioned that booze was expensive in Asda. Did we talk about things that were expensive last week? We talked about food warehouse. Okay, no. So what, what, was, what was one thing that when you were a kid, or, or as an adult, you, you feel is, is more expensive than what you thought as a kid? So Pet- one thing that you figured out was expensive when you became an adult? Petrol. Petrol, definitely. Yeah, well, no, like, that's different because it was probably cheaper when we were younger. But wasn't I like, it? no, but I just I never ever thought of it because I didn't pass my test until I was 23, 20, yeah. 24. Oh, is it just the amount that yeah, you have just, to put yeah, in? Yeah, gotcha. like, even okay. if I've not got a car every day, still like thirty quid a week minimum. Yeah. Even if you're making short journeys and that. 30 quid a week? Well, I don't always have the car. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like, <laughs> it's, between... it's tough driving around and leaving it on no, me. No. <laughs> me and my mom share a car because oh, I try okay, not to right. use it through the week unless I've got the wee man. Mm-hmm. So it's like the weeks, I feel like he's away on holidays now and I've noticed how much money I'm saving because I'm not applying fucking petrol in. Yeah. And it just, it, it always fucks me because I knew, you never assume it when you mum and dad used to drive you about. You, you, never, you just assumed the car would always go. You weren't chipping in. You weren't yeah. putting snaps on the petrol, yeah. right? <laughs> I wasn't paying petrol money for my dad for getting dripped off the Cub Scouts and that. Yeah, I mean? that's true. See, I, 
I remember going to the gas station and it being like a dollar fifty per gallon. Mm. And it, I used to put a twenty in my car when I first got my car at home, twenty dollars, and I, I would be straight for the whole weekend. Mm. Not even the whole week; I'd be straight for like the week, depending on if I was just going back and forth to work. Now twenty dollars, I don't know twenty dollars would get fucking anything in America anymore. That, twenty pounds doesn't even get me halfway in my tank here. That and fucking shoes. Yeah. Especially for the kids. Like dress shoes. Oh, okay. Oh, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? well, yeah, dress <laughs> shoes as well, man. Like, you know, I'm quite lucky because my old man's the same size feet as me. And he's a fucking nightmare when it comes to shoes. He gets bored of them. Yeah. So I get chucked these fucking nice brogues like once every six months. He's worn them twice, doesn't he? Like them. So I'm like, love a brogue. Thank you very much. Love a brogue. Tack that off you. What about you? Toilet paper. Yeah. It's probably because I, I lived with women all my life. Uh, well, since I've since I've been an adult and I now I have two daughters, it's like they're eating it. I, I don't know. Like I'll put like four rolls in my daughter's bathroom in their own bathroom, and I go in there, and then there's like four of the little cylinder things rolling around. I'm like, I just put these in here like an hour ago. What are you doing with it? You should just ration it. Just give them a piece when they get up and have their breakfast every morning. Like <laughs> ten sheets just folded like that, and it's just like right, that's your allowance that's your for the day. For a week. They, they don't want to shit. They're afraid to shit. They're all yeah, walking around. Like you know, a complex. <laughs> Yeah, I'm the exact same. Like, toilet paper's a fucking nightmare. It just flies out of the house. Even the cheap stuff doesn't seem to be that cheap. Lunches for work. Yeah, food. Yeah, like, just food. Yeah, food in general. Yeah. Like, where the fuck is all my food going? And yeah. why am I skint? Because I always get takeaways. That's why. Mm-hmm. I'm a lazy cunt. I've got a freezer full of food. That's what I need. Somebody's not on there. I've seen it online. Someone's like, I really need my mum to be living with me just to tell me we've got food in the house. <laughs> yeah. Because as an adult, <laughs> no one's telling me we've got food in the house. Yeah, we all the time. I, I end up. Because Tesco, I live out in Medvin now, and Tesco's like the last stop, the last ditch effort before, because yeah, like, I'm not coming out to Medvin and going back really home. pop in and get something here. Yeah, so I stop in there. Sometimes I just walk around the store and I'm like, oh, I don't even know why I'm here. And then I end up getting, you know how in the front of Tesco they have like all the donuts and all like the breads and shit for a pound? Gotta take one of those. Can't walk past, it's rude to walk past one of those yeah. and I'll take one. And then I end up going up and down the fucking aisles and I end up leaving out of there with like 15 pounds worth of shit that I don't need. And then I go home and then I end up eating something that's at home and yeah. I'm like shit why did I buy this I, stuff I'd done the exact same thing earlier finished work met Rana went up the road met Megan after her work I was like right I've got a couple hours I've got to finish off some work we'll nip in at Morrison's and get something to eat I've got mm. a, fridge, a freezer full of food so I just got two pizzas yeah. and a can of juice and then she needed stuff for her work so I ended up spending like nine quid <laughs> It adds up. I'm it doesn't like, seem a lot at the time, but right. it adds up when you're in Tesco every other day, nine yeah. quid a pot. Well, that's what it is. Well, and then I fucking bought coffees at the Maltons. Yeah. And then juice for Ryan's kids. That's another. So I've just, for some reason, I've fucking just dropped 18 quid. I'm like, <laughs> who the fuck do I think I am? No, I right. don't have 18 quid worth of coffee and pizza money. <laughs> what the fuck's going on? You sound like Papa Pat's there. I'm <laughs> Andy Mack, what about you? Christmas. Oh. Oh. Yeah. That, that yeah. Fuck you don't even have kids and you're saying Christmas, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, you know, you forget um, how much, like, actually goes into it. You're a kid and that. You're not really thinking about what it costs your parents. Never. Well, um, you Santa Claus and not. even when, you know, you get to sort of like, sort of ages, maybe like 14 to maybe 20, I still think even then you don't quite get your... Particularly now, you know, kids are sitting there like, yeah, new iPhone, that, you know, 20-year-old kids are probably getting shit like that. And I don't think you realise until, like, maybe you guys have kids. Mm-hmm. Or like in my case now, you know, I'm buying for, say, a niece and a nephew okay. and then a sister. So for me, it's starting to mount up anyway. And I'm like, wait a minute. 
<laughs> Someone's not adding up here. <laughs> Last year it didn't cost me this fucking much. And it, it's true, man. I think that's the one thing you realise is, is Christmas. How yeah. much yeah. it actually costs to fucking put it all on. Since yeah. me and the wee man's mum split up. I'm not saying she used to do it all, but like, she was probably best when it planning it. But now for me, <clears> I have to start Christmas shopping in like October's wage. You need to. To make sure that I can get the presents and that I'm not skint. Mm. And it's finely planned out. Like I'm spending this much on that person, and then we get paid a couple of days before Christmas. Yeah. So on like the 24th or the 23rd of December, I'm in the town getting the last few bits and pieces as well. Yeah. See, it must be difficult having kids today because you know it must be harder and harder to buy for them in advance. It was all right in 1962. You bought a fucking kids got a train set or something like that. Do you know what I mean? It was a lot mm. simpler. Whereas now, like technology is moving so quick, you try and think ahead and buy shit for your kids Christmas in March. Yeah. And the tech's out of date, or there's something else that's got their attention by the yeah. end of November going into Christmas. I'm trying to put. Tough, like. I'm trying to put the brakes on that right now. I'm just kind of like, like my. We gave my daughters our old iPhones, so like they were just using that as basically iPods. They would put listen to music or play yeah. games or whatever on it. And now that those are dying, and they're like, we want a new one. And I was like, do you? Because uh-uh. <laughs> there's no way I'm gonna buy another one, and I just got a new phone. And I sold my old one, yeah. so. Uh, you're not getting another one. You gotta. You have to set that expectation that you're gonna get. You're gonna get kid shit. I don't mind buying kid shit. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they they watch a lot of YouTube, so they want YouTube merch and stuff. I don't mind buying all that shit. Yeah. But uh, I'm gonna say I usually I have know. a set. Maybe lad, he gets like a football strip. Yeah. Or he gets something to do with football because that's the things that we enjoy together. Yeah. So I try and like not ignore the things he's asking for, but try and he doesn't. He's not a greedy. He knows. Yeah. He has a fair understanding of money. But yeah. you don't want your kids to have, you don't want your kids to worry about money. No, you don't. You don't want them to worry about it. But like even, it's just like kind of keeping up with everybody else. I, I feel kind of lucky and you probably feel the same way. Like I'm sure because our kids go to the same school, I'm sure he doesn't come home and say, oh, this kid has this. I used to do that to my parents. Like, oh, this kid has this. I, mm. I need to fucking get a Sega. Yeah. Like little Timmy has Sega. My daughters don't come home and say that. Do yours do that? No, not- and if they do, it's not for something that's of high I, value. I try and like, I've made a good, I think I talked about this when I was talking about discipline and release. I've tried to make sure he has a good idea of what things are value. And he don't just, you don't just get shit <laughs> That's for a having dad shit. See, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, you get these things as a reward. As like, if you continue to be not a cunt, I'll, <laughs> I'll give you, not give you stuff, but like, I'll like look at here, like, son. Don't be a cunt and you'll get those sneakers you want. <laughs> like I say, I'll allow you to play football. I'll allow you to get your Xbox. If you phone me up and you're needing money for FIFA points and you've done well at school or You've done chores, or do you know what I mean? Or I'll say, it, I was like, yeah. can I have money for a few points? I was like, well, yeah, but I expect X, Y, and Z. Yeah, yeah and fair if enough. That, that doesn't continue to happen, that'll get whipped away. <laughs> this is from dad chat again. No, that's cool. But um, ah, yeah, Andy's right. I, that's, that's the biggest one, I think, is right. It's Christmas. It would be Christmas, yeah. And mm-hmm. I, it's, I think we should say, at least I'm going to say, if my mom, I don't think my mom listens anymore, but uh, thank you to my yeah. parents. Because I remember coming downstairs, because uh, it was me and my two sisters coming downstairs on Christmas and after begging for starter jackets, I had my Chicago Bulls. Oh, no, I think it was a Washington Redskins starter jacket. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Uh, Washington Redskins starter jacket on the couch. And my sister had one that they're a terrible team and I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm tra- was I not clear? No. no, no. <laughs> um, and, and just having that, just times three. I mean, I have it times two. You have it times one. Yeah. We're still, it, it's a what, lot of money. Yeah. You know? my, mom, my dad, I remember as well, because my dad worked for the railway. Still does, but at the time he was like an engineer and a tracksman working in the plant and my mum worked night shift as a secretary up at Murray Royal Yeah. so there was a good period of time where my mum and dad didn't see each other mm. it was like my dad had worked for the day come home 
and then my mum would go to work. You know I mean? Shit like that is like, we always had a holiday. Yeah. Might not have been like, we always went to this caravan park in France. Might not have been the most expensive one, but that was some of the best times of my life. Ooh, what's a peak on the bra on our list there? Shit, okay. uh, um, there was like, never, I don't, I do not remember one Christmas thinking, I didn't get a single thing I asked Me neither. for. Me neither. Do you know what I mean? But I think again, that's something my mum and dad instilled in me was to appreciate what you had because, yeah. you know what I mean? By, I don't think we were well off, but we were by no means struggling. Yeah, but at the same time, it would have been difficult for two people working full time—not even full time—because my mum looked after me, my sister, and my brother. Yeah. So yeah, you've got to fucking appreciate the work that the the parentals put in. It's funny, like you don't you don't, you appreciate that, and I don't know if I did say it before, but thank you, parents. If yeah, you are thank listening. you, mum and papa pats. Uh, and also, like I didn't appreciate how hard it was being like <laughs> being like the man of the house until I had gotten older as well. And like I had a good relationship with my dad my entire life, but our relationship went through the fucking roof after I like, you know, I had a wife to come home to, and I was just kind of like, okay, I understand why dad sometimes had a six pack after work. You know what I mean? He's stressed out. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, not yeah. at home, but just from work. You know? Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you mean. I think it's even without wives or kids, man. You, know, you grow up, and as you experience the real world, yeah, you understand the work that your fucking your parents must have put in just to make sure you turned out to be. A no bad person. Yeah, normal, not a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. Remember, though, that there are also a lot of parents and older people whose generation actually had it a lot easier, technically, than what this generation mm. and the potential future generations will have in terms of, you know, being able to buy houses in relative terms to the size of their salaries mm. and all their bursaries yeah. and their free education and their free university and all that. You know, they got a lot of good stuff as well. To, mm. To sort of set them up, but you know, it's one of these things, you, you know, you're instilled in the values that your parents put in you, I guess. Right. So if you're brought up to be a dick. Quite often. You'll I, be a dick. <laughs> coaching, be a coaching dick. kids football, I understand that if I dislike the child, I can guarantee you I'll dislike the parents. Probably dislike the parents, yeah. There's not one nice kid on my team that doesn't have sound parents. Yeah. Shout out to all the parents out there. Shout out to the good parents, yeah. <laughs> to the good parents. Uh, speaking of... Parents, so I was uh, talking with my mom. We're going over to America in October. Nice. We're gonna do a couple of days in New York just to see family, friends. Maybe even catch a Giants game that Ooh. first Sunday. We're talking about that. Are they works. not? Are they, they're not in the Wembley games this year, are they? No, no, unfortunately not. Next time they do, I am gonna come. They haven't been for a couple of years now. Yeah, next no, time. I want to get downtown. Actually, we should do that next yeah. time. We should have a little sort of fight trip. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I was talking to my mom about coming over, and then um, we're going to Florida for a few days, going to do the whole Disney thing. Nice. And then we're going to come back for another five days, and I told, I was like, I told Connie, I was like, why don't you come over, and you get to see all... They've met my mom and my dad, but I haven't met like my sister and mm-hmm. everybody. I was like, why don't you come over, we do all that. So, But I just realized that like my niece has moved into my old room. So I, when I used to go over there... Like I used to go stay in my old room, and then you know the girls they would stay in my, the extra room that my parents mm-hmm. had. But now my niece is there, so now there's not really a lot of room for everybody. So now we were looking for like different areas for for Connie to to come over and stay in, and she was like trying to like save money and cut back on money. She's like, let's stay in like Chinatown. I was like, you don't really want to stay in, in Chinatown just because it, it's not, it may, the, the prices may be cheap, but it's like maybe not the best accommodation we want to stay in. And then she was like, oh, what about this place? It's in Harlem. And I was like, all right, hold on. <laughs> We're not going to go hang out in Harlem. Even though they're, they're renovating Harlem and a lot of it is nice now. I was like, let's 
run anything before you buy anything. Let, let's run it me first. Let's have a discussion. <laughs> Let me just. You can stay here, here, and here. You cannot stay here, here, or Mike's here. Mike's wanting the Marriott in Times Square, <laughs> isn't he? <That's> oh, I, <laughs> no. But we did find a nice Airbnb on Staten Island, and I, I kind of didn't want her staying on Staten Island because it's not. It's New York, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's really close to the ferry where you can get into Manhattan. But it's not like staying in Times Square, or it's yeah. not like staying in Brooklyn now. But I was like, I'll take her those places, and we can still come back, and there's someplace close to my house. So. Hopefully, if she gets everything sorted out, we're going to do that. But I was just a little nervous for her. I was like... You hate to take her for a night in the city, Mike. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. Of she course. Went, she went New York, he went there. It's just, it's just such a buzz going into Manhattan. Like I always make sure I get on the ferry and then just walk around like lower Manhattan just at night. It's just it just gives you like such an electric feeling. Oh, you know I love it. I think it's such an amazing place, man. It's a great, great, great place. Such an amazing place. But you're gonna go back and everybody's gonna be like, What fucking happened to your accent? <laughs> What's a goalie doing, Tom? He's having a lot of whiskey. <laughs> you're that guy from Monkey Sword Five. <laughs> I can I am now. It's <clears throat> top of my list of places I want to go is New York. It's good fun. Lovely in the summer. Very, very hot. Oh, yeah. Very, very hot street level and it's fucking heat it's, waves, man. It's like 31 there right now. Yeah. Yeah. The wee man's in, uh, wee man's in Spain just now. <clears throat> He's like, I slept till 11 a day, Dad. I was like, I was like, what, for eight, you wee cunt? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, really. I love you, son. He still hasn't listened to this. I'm not letting him. Uh, no. I can't. I can't. I can't be a... A responsible parent and let him listen to. Oh, did he listen to happening, Riley? Man, right, he's the <laughs> lost episodes. I said, yeah, <laughs> sub dog. He's got beep out the stuff. Got my Santa Claus. You giving him FIFA tips and like going let him listen Market to the podcast. Tips, on the side. I'll keep you right. I might do it if he ever gets too wide at FIFA. I'm going to send him in here for a game and just send up to school. Unfortunately, I've not got two controllers. I because I've been already getting you boys are baiting by now and had it on you the page. I'd have brought my Xbox controller around. I've got one sitting in the house. You can get it next week then. Soon we get a wee friendly, friendly game next week. Deadly. I'm terrible. What else you got, Mikey Dots? Uh, did we talk about? I don't think we talked about Father's Day last week, did we? Because Jordan, uh, Jordan um, Vicky was here. We didn't. No. Was How was your Father's Day? It was alright. I yeah. think I got breakfast in bed. Yeah. Uh, got a really nice set of photos. From <coughs> a, we went on a trip last year to Mull. It was the first time me, Megan, and the wee man had went away together. Okay. So Megan, Riley, Riley, Megan, Megan did it. <laughs> um, it was all these nice photos from the trip. Got it framed up. So oh, that's get cool. up on the wall. So no, I was quite chuffed with that, right? Yeah. I don't want to, I see all these guys like, I don't know, I think it annoys me when you see, and I suppose it's, it's up to whatever, but you see folk putting up their Father's Day presents on Facebook and they've got like fucking fancy watches or like pure expensive stuff. I was like, I'd prefer something that my kids made. Yeah, like, I don't, I want to watch. But it's, <laughs> no, because Mother's Day, Mother's Day, they go all out. Everyone goes all out for Mother's Day. And dads are important too, right? I, I, get, I get shafted all the time. Like, I remember once at Riley's Mother's Day, I was like, because I was like, it's the kid who should pick the present. Yeah. So like Riley's mom got some really nice stuff, and I was just like, Riley clearly had no input in this because he doesn't get a fuck. So I walked in as the one day. I was like, right, what do you want to get your mum? And he's pointed to this really shite birdcage candle holder. <laughs> and I was like, ah, sound sold. And like the, the face when I handed it to her, I was like, oh. he picked it. <laughs> yeah, he perfectly speak to your son. I didn't fuck off. I'm starting a petition. <clears throat> this is. Uh, I feel like Andy <clears throat> Mack appreciates that one. Fucking love it. <laughs> Uh, this is Andy. It was Andy Henderson's first uh, Father's Day um, because he had his kid not too long ago. Yeah, and uh, I, we were saying we should, we should have like a Father's Day weekend. Like, fuck it, why not? Why not do that? 
Fathers don't get enough credit, I don't think. It's, I think it's funny as well. It's like my my ex is always like, even if it's not my weekend the rematch, she's like, well, it's Father's Day, so you can get a rematch. I was like, oh, brilliant. Eh? Yeah. So now I'm a fucking weekend off. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, um, <clears throat> the girls got me, well, they made me breakfast. Well, Connie made me breakfast with the girls. And then um, they gave me a body wash and uh, some deodorant, which is, which is yeah, always good. Because I'm a rican. <laughs> Because that works so hard in the gym, you know so, what I mean? So you get that extra sweat when you start hitting the nandrol on the way. That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of beat a Lynx Africa set. Man. Hey, I, bought, with that. I still got it. You happy with that? <laughs> still got it. No, use that. Mine's oh, not done. the body wash, the spray. I bought some. Sp- oh no, you still got the Lynx. That was done. That was done a long time ago. I was hitting that at Lynx Africa every day. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be my gym stuff. Um, he's too good. Eh? He thinks he's better than us. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> I never That's said the it. motherland. That's my people's. Like, you know what I mean? Um, so. Um, <laughs> Then we did some painting actually. So Connie had some like some wood in our attic, and we we, uh, we she cut it up into like different placemats, and uh, we painted. Uh, everyone had their own individual things. We all painted our own placemats. I did like the New York Giants logo on mine, and I did a Yankees <laughs> the one. Biggest kid there. Yeah. I thought you were a Cleveland Browns fan. Yeah, you're a Browns fan now. Well, next month I will be in September. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get uh, any sports. We're gonna, I want. I want. Uh, I want to hear Mike's public meltdown about sports. Th- oh yeah, this is the the segue into sports. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So I did. We did a little painting, and uh, it was a lot of fun. It was. It was a good time. It was a good Father's yeah. Day. Ugh, man, oh, I really want to sleep. Yeah, me too. Didn't get to sleep late, but it was fine. <laughs> Who's that? So you're taking your New York Giants. Yeah, it was my They're New like York. a sports team, are they not? Are they? I don't think they are. Sports! <laughs> sports! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! We're on! They're supposed to be a sports team, the Giants. They're, they're not. Well, we'll see. I guess we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see what happens. I, so I never think of them as teams. I always think of them as franchises because yeah. they're not teams because they don't have roots to an extent because people can just up and move them at any I know that wouldn't happen to the Giants. Yeah. But yeah, well, maybe. a lot of teams in American sports. Well, let's sports just talk school. about So, uh, so my, t- my, my basketball team, I want to talk about basketball, Mike. Okay. I don't know a lot about basketball, but I know enough to know that my team, the Brooklyn Nets, have done some good business. They've done some good business. So, well, it depends on how you view it. Yeah. So well, they got Durant. Yeah, got Kevin Durant, got Kyrie Irving. Oh, my days. Also, that new Brooklyn Nets strip is fucking Very nice. delicious. Yeah. I need to get myself one. But uh, your, your team, Mike... Um, the- the New York Knicks. The have, New York Knicks. Yeah, have done very little. It would seem. Yeah. So anyone who's who's unfamiliar with this, uh, the, the Knicks have spent the last two or three years cutting salaries and, and basically tanking to 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 get to get to this point or to get the last weekend so that they could sign a big name player or two big name players, uh, and they also tanked last season so that they could get a very high draft pick. Um, most notably um, Zion Williamson. Mm. So first the draft came up and they got, I think it was pick five. Was it four or five? Yeah. So they couldn't get Zion Williamson because he went first. So they ended up getting RJ Barrett. He went to the Pelicans. He went to the Pelicans, yeah. So they had, uh, I think they had money for two max slots the next. So the the max amount of money you could pay to a player. And they had the sight set on Kevin Durant, who fair enough, just tore his Achilles. And you know, you may not want to pay a guy in his 30s all that money. 
and uh, they didn't even get a. They didn't even make him an offer. <laughs> they didn't even make him an offer, which is fair enough. I understand where you're coming from, but what's weird to me is that they spent a shitload of money over the last decade on players who suck, but they won't give Kevin Durant. They won't make Kevin Durant an offer for a max. Which was just weird to me. This, see, I can't actually give you too much answer because this is what it's felt to be like. It's like being an Arsenal fan or a Celtic fan in the transfer window. Yeah. Knowing that you've got money there, you're in a better position than a lot of smaller teams. But you just but can't spend maybe, maybe, listen, but maybe lessons have been learned. You know, maybe, you know, spunking all your money away over the last 10 years has maybe taught you that actually, you know. Well, that's uh, the other side. And of the it. guy's yeah. in his thirties. He's had a major injury. There's no guarantees that he comes back the same that he was. That's, that's the only thing that's keeping me from. I'm not really full disclosure. I used to be a Bulls fan in the '90s. I was a huge, huge Jordan fan. I hated the Knicks, but then because I felt so bad because Jordan was so good, I was like, you know what? Why not represent the home? This is before the Knicks moved to Brooklyn. The Nets moved to Brooklyn, by the way. I was like, why not represent the home team? And be a Knicks fan. And I was like, that's fine. I'm going to be a Knicks fan. I, I liked all the years that Carmelo were there and they, they did all right. And it, like, I can't even imagine what it would be like to be a Knicks fan for like the last like 30 years and see this team just be shit and just I be think, terrible. That's I think I, I, I picked two shit teams when it came to my American sports because I wanted to at least learn to appreciate. That too. That's what I wanted. So, so I yeah. picked the New York Jets. <sighs> <laughs> Which again, as a sort of, I have talked about this before, was like Megan's first year watching the NFL and her team that she was given went and won the Super Bowl. Not fair though. It's not fair. I've been doing this for six, seven years now and the Jets have won nothing. Sorry, Andy Mack. It's not all about winning. I know, but it's not all. Is it, it's is about, it about maybe. Yeah, well, it is. <laughs> yeah, but it is. But I mean, your support of the team shouldn't just be like, oh, well, they're not winning anymore. So I'll oh, okay. Well, that's, that's what you I mean. Is like, I appreciate I still watch the games when I can, even if they're losing, but it would be nice to win a match now and again. Yes. Yes. I Instead know. of just being be all right this year. Uh, we'll see. Washington will be all right this year. This year. Talk what, about NFL Redskins. Now. I think they'll be all right. Yeah. I haven't really read much up on my American football for the coming season, guys. How's it looking in the old Arab? Camp yeah, in the off season. Right. Looks like we're getting Lauren Shanklin coming in, Ooh. so I think that'll be a good signing. Talk to me, Hopefully Larry Shanklin. Fucking score some goals, man. Eh? Where's he from? Because we need to fucking score goals big time. He used to play for Air United, mm. um, but yeah, he scores goals. So looks like he's on the way. Everything's good. So listen, it's another season of. Let's just see what the football's like at the start of the season. I'll give you a better idea of whether we'll go up or down probably after the first four or five games when you get a look at the team. When does that start? Uh, We'll be back at the back end of July and the start of August. SPL is the 3rd of August starts. I think we're a week before. Because I'm actually quite happy with Celtic's transfer activity at the moment. Signed a big six foot five centre half who's actually scored more headed goals in the last two years than Celtic's entire team have in the last two years. <laughs> well, that'll help. Yeah. Boys, as the, as the, wide as a back of a hoose. Yeah. Big boy called Julien from Toulouse. Got a new Do you know the guy that's fucking slapped a Rangers player when that, they no, played that's the, Rangers? That's the new, this is the new boy. Uh, we're just saying, I can't remember his name. Um, Bolly Boko or something like that. Yeah, it's, Boko. A, it's, some, it's a strange name. Um, Bombo or something yeah, yeah. like that. Know, but yeah. he's a right, right or left back, and I scalped. He's lightly tapped Morelos in the side that he and Morelos went doing like he'd been shot. <laughs> Standard. But, I've seen that clip floating uh, about on Twitter. So a lot he looks alright. There's a lot. Of, right here, this one's that's annoying me, and I'm saying this on fucking press as well. If Kieran Tierney goes, mm-hmm. and any Celtic fan who's telling on Twitter that he's a 
he's a wee ch- bastard, can go and fuck himself, and I will fight anyone of us. Why is he well, like a free I'll, agent? I'll, well, no, well, uh, he's on a he's got five years left of his deal. Mm-hmm. Academy player come right up from a kid, and apparently Arsenal offered seventeen million for him. Celtic didn't have to sell him, so Celtic wanted twenty five. Which I think is reasonable, considering the shite that... Oh, Wang Basaka went to Man United for £50 million. But you've got to remember, yeah, OK, he's played in the Champions League. Yes, he's got international mm. experience, but he's not proven in the Premier League. No. Wang Basaka's at least got a season. Yeah, no, I agreed. But I, I don't... But, I think 25 is is generous, but at the same 20, time... I don't think 25 is enough. If Wang Basaka is going for well, £50 million, I mean. then Kieran Tierney, surely... If Kieran Tierney played for West Ham... If Kieran Tierney played for West Ham, he'd be going for 50 million. Easy. Fucking easy. And that's, that's my point. But the thing that's annoying me is Celtic fans saying that you can't say Rodgers was a rat and Tierney wasn't. I was like, I'll tell you one thing, right? If you give Tierney the choice, Tierney wouldn't leave. However, yeah. if the club are offered 25 million for a player that we brought up through the ranks, it's Tierney will go. But it's not going to be Tierney's choice. And it's doing my tits and all these fans are calling him a snake. And like, a real fan would leave before 10. In the goldfish bowl of the fucking old firm. Some of these Celtic fans sit there chumping away in their wee echo chamber for themselves, <laughs> man. I'm sitting there as an outsider going, listen, you might not consider a legend, but he's certainly not a rat. And at 22 years old, who the fuck would not want to be going and better themselves to play fuck. against a higher grade of opposition week in, week out? He's been... He's fucking mad. Oh, so wait, they, they don't want him to leave. They, want, they think that... And the thing is as well, what annoys me is they think it'd be up to him. It's, it's, oh, it's yeah. Same, yeah of course it's not. No. And the thing is as well, he's not, he's not going to be forcing a move. And anyone thinks he's... You can tell for a fact he's a Celtic fan through and through. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's, he's diehard, but 25 million. For a player that's like, oh yeah, we've brought him with ranks, so we've invested in him, but I don't think we've spent twenty five million on him. And it's doing my tits in seeing these Celtic fans and hangers as well. Like Andy says, he's twenty two years old. See, I think it's one thing to like, if a player leaves your team, to be like, all right, well, to point out weak points in his game, I understand that. But mm. to say things personally about yeah. him, like to call it's names and shit, that's that's it's because different. of all the, the the crap with the megaphone and here we're here for ten in a row and all this kind of stuff. And he's not being seen to finish the job through if he doesn't stay for next season. But yeah, but it's not his choice, though. That's I'm just sorry. What you want to keep playing in the fucking Diddy League, or you want to go <laughs> and fucking take yourself up against the, some of the best players in the world week in week out, and then and you I'm, can say this guy. This guy plays you, for this team I'm and he used to play for our I'm team. You know? he, can, he can more than hold his own in that league. I'm telling well, you that right we'll now. See. So I don't we'll I, I'd see. hate if he leave. I'd love him to stay, but at the same time, so if he goes, mm-hmm. not wish any ill on him. It's not like Brendan Rogers leaving halfway through a league at a crucial point in the season. It's in the off ah, but he's leaving at a crucial point in Celtic's history because they could win ten in a row. Fucking Fucking put a sock in it. End up. No, come on now. Like at the end of the day, what would you rather? Would you rather he continued to play against fucking Diddy teams week in, week out and got a few Champions League games every season? Or would you rather he played against the best players in the world week in, week out, became a better player, ultimately then knocking on into the Scotland squad as well? Fucking oh, yeah, that too. Sure yeah. If he fucking blows the socks off at Arsenal and somebody like Barcelona or Real Madrid or Bayern Munich or Juventus comes calling that Celtic will be smart enough to have a fucking sell-on clause inserted in the contract. Yeah. So if he does go for 50 million in two years' time, they, get a cut of that. they might get 10% of that. Ooh. We've done it with we've done it with Wanyama, we've done it with fucking Van Dyke. Nobody calls Wanyama or Van Dyke snakes. Nobody seems to hate on any of them. So why is it any different? I completely agree. Honestly, it's doing, I just think it's madness. Must be really good then. <laughs> doing my fucking nothing because again, like, he's a 22-year-old kid as well. Listen, some of these Celtic supporters might want to come and fucking watch the football that I put up a weekend, week out. 
<laughs> yeah, just shut the fuck up. Yeah, I was going to have to say absolutely everything Andy Mack just said, but he said it ten times better than Smashed I ever could. Passionately, and I fucking hate Celtic, but I, 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 I'm really with Jordan on this. A lot of people online this week when it was coming, I just thought, fucking, what planet are you boys living on, man? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What that he's not to better himself because he's to remain fucking loyal to you in the club. Especially because the board... At the detriment of his own development. Do you know what the noise we Yeah, why? The board are are actually putting money in. They're actually making signings. Rangers have made more signings, but what's annoying me is that I've never heard any of these boys. Yeah. Like League 2, League 3 players, and they're like, oh, Stevie G is making moves. Who gives a fuck? (laughs) We've just went and bought the second most expensive defender in Scottish history. Don't worry about what they're doing. Focus on yourselves. Focus on what you guys need to do for the season. I'm I'm genuinely looking forward to the league. And big shout out to fucking... Uh, Lee Griffiths as well Obviously. he scored a good goal there I saw uh, he scored in pre-season last two games he scored something like seven goals so mm-hmm. like regardless of who you support if a boy has to take time out for depression or whatever and then can actually give the wherewithal to come back and oh, try and get cool. back in the squad is that what it was? Uh, or is that what they're saying it was? no that's what I think he's coming out and now said because yeah, a lot of folk were saying it was gambling problems uh, and all this kind of stuff I think he, he said he was struggling know. with his mental health and I think he's fucked up but he's back in the squad so I'm looking forward to the next season, man. Cool. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. Any other sports? Uh, I, there's one. This is really old, but I just wanted to uh, touch on it. Did you see during the finals where uh, Kyle Lowry like fell into like the front row and it was one, it was like a part owner of the Warriors that was there, and then the guy he must have had a few drinks and they're not like that's an excuse but he pushed him mm-hmm. and I was thinking like now imagine if Kyle Lowry walked into that man's office and just pushed him. For no re- while he was doing his job, what would have what would have happened? I'm sure the police would have came. There would have been a big fucking to do about it. But this guy, now they banned him from the court side, which is fair enough. I think they fined him, but it was like a fraction of what he's probably worth. Mm. And I just think like there's such a double standard there where I think that they would have come down a lot harder had the roles been reversed. Well, they need to do it. It's the same way, isn't it? It was like when fucking people get hit by coins at football matches or stuff like that. I mean, these people think because these guys are public figures they can do what the fuck they want yeah they feel like they feel like they have a right to treat these people or speak to these people yeah <clears throat> however they want because they might be a fan or a, a an investor in a team or whatever but you're right it's fucking ridiculous he wouldn't want that happening to his players though so I was like well keep your if fucking hands to yourself somebody, somebody walks in your work and pushes you yeah you know, he's just uh, out there playing <laughs> yeah. it's I you know I, I remember this because I read it in there that fucking wound me up because it's out of order yeah, big time. It's tricky with the basketball in it because I mean, there's no sort of barrier between the crowd and the court. No. And players do end up kind of falling into yeah. know, behind the rim, yeah, and, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. A lot. But it was the guy, the guy who raised his hands basically. So yeah, he pushed him, and then the, the Kyle looked at him and was like, "What are you doing?" And then he, the guy kind of was like, "Oh, fuck off!" And they were like, "Oh, chill out, bro. Yeah. What's wrong with you?" They scalped him. Heated man, sports. Andy Mack could have helped my flying bobo, man. That's definitely gnaw. Pushing, pu- pushing players that come out of bounds is gnaw. Attending sports and supporting your team That's is bra. bra. Much like our feature. Bra or gnaw? That's so fucking bad. Ah, oh, that was good. That was smooth. Can I open Right. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, Broad knob, it's short this week just because... Facebook went down. Facebook went down. It's still not working. Is it not? But Andy, you said you had one. You want to kick it off. You want to boot it oh, off yeah, today. yeah, the Glassdoor themed uh, one. 
Hang on. I'm just going to strap myself in here. Uh-oh. Here we go. <laughs> People who oh, watch music festivals <laughs> and then decide to share what they're watching at the music festival on their mobile phone by filming their TV. I've seen this. Is this my boomerang? <laughs> so, like, I've, I'm sitting there with my phone. Yeah. Glastonbury's on, Wu-Tang's on, and I'm sitting yes. there filming it for my Instagram story, like sitting at home chilling, watching the Wu-Tang, <laughs> filming the telly. <laughs> Bro, no. Uh, that's a definite no. I feel me. personally attacked <laughs> from that boomerang that I filmed with Stormzy. I will defend myself and say I was half jaked. No, but it's what made me think of it was you weren't you weren't like the only person. You were not. There was fucking loads of people like yeah, sitting you know like Instagram story sitting at home like Wu Tang's yeah. on cream and you're just like. Share the link if you're going to do anything. Like, yeah, fucking <laughs> like I don't need you to fucking take videos of what you're watching on the TV. Yeah, mm. fucking just dinna be dinna. Nah, no, nah, don't like that. That's a definite no, definite no for me. Yeah, I, I judge myself, but like I say, I was I was quite a few cans deep. I actually went and got my Adidas zip up and put it on while I was watching Stormzy. Was this Saturday? Friday. Friday. Okay. We talk about people who go to gigs with their phones. Mm. Yeah, how we don't like it. Is that not surely the one step? It's a redheaded stepchild. Of more that, yeah. towards like insanity if you're actually yeah. doing that but you're not at the gig that's like the goggle box of gigs yeah you're like, filming the gig yeah well, but you're filming that. the tv who's, who's watching those videos who's watching those videos no one's watching them i saw them <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll go right and say no like, I mean, to be fair yeah i can see what you mean like I say, in, in, in my defense mine was a boomerang yours was a boomerang but there was people putting up like mm. Um, yeah, you're just like, come on. Especially guys. if it's the whole performance too. It's kind of like, nah, don't, don't nah, live like, this. Don't do anything with this. Like, I'm, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck myself or I'll say no. All right, that was that was a bad one. Cheers, guys. I will, <laughs> I will get in a glass of rain. What we watching and listening to? All right, uh, I, just a couple that I put on here today. Uh, caravan holidays, bra and all. Oh, I love a caravan holiday, man. We went to, well, for me anyway, it was, we went to the same place in south of France mm-hmm. for like 10 years. Like from literally from the age of like five to about 16. Okay. I lost my virginity in a caravan. Really? Yeah. Sounds like a story. Would uh, you like to tell us? No, I really don't. <laughs> That's what I'm here. I don't kiss and tell, but I'm just saying, I uh. like some of the best times of my life from like literally the place we went was in a place, it was called Camp de Pilon. Just outside of Nice, about half an hour away from Nice. Mm-hmm. May had like a bar, a restaurant, we supermarket, a stage for entertainment. The best pizza I've ever eaten in my life. Ooh. It used to be like a, a wood burning oven pizza place in the campsite. The French do pizza. There was a pool in there, there was a beach, there was a fucking fun fair across the road, there was a sea life centre not far away. And literally, so from the age of five to 16 for the last year I went, I had the best fucking time yeah. of life. And that was in a caravan. So yeah, fucking right. Bravo. I'm down okay. for it. Nah. No. Have you been on one? Yeah. Uh, maybe. But no, this doesn't look like fun. Like. Uh, I've I've been on Sorry. one. <laughs> I've been on one, but it was it was it was somewhere near Glasgow. See, look, I think it depends on where you go. Yeah. And what the weather is. I think it's good, but in looking at them this year, like they were so expensive, I was like, I could probably go 
abroad for a mini holiday for the price that I'm paying for that. But I'll still say it's broad because you can make it into a good time. And I like the whole kind of community feel to it. Like yeah. you go, you meet a couple of people, let the kids play over there, sit around somewhere, have a couple of beers with someone in the next one next mm. year, you know, the next caravan next we year. We met so. rakes of folk over there. Two, two of the people that used to, we used to hire our van off of, my mom and dad are still really good friends with, Yeah, like 25 years later. Oh, that's cool. So yeah. Plus, you know, a special place in my heart. It was kind of sold to me as if it wasn't like a good thing. And then when I actually did it, I was like, oh, this is all right. It's, it's probably changed from what it was 25 years ago yeah. to what it is now. Okay. I've, been, I've stayed in shit caravans. Well, actually, we stayed, when our house got fucked up by the flood, we had to stay in a caravan for like six months. It was fucking horrible. Okay. But, you know, at least we can't. That was in Tulloch, to be honest. I'm not going to caravan holiday at Tulloch. Sweet, but caravan, by caravan, I'm not talking about something that you actually drive. It's yeah, but it's, you get the static caravan. Okay, cool. All right. I just want to make sure that was yeah. the same thing. You can date up at Noah's Ark. <laughs> yeah, I've seen those. <laughs> she comes pitching up there with a fucking <laughs> pings all the time, eh? All right, Billy, just coming in for the weekend. <laughs> Watch out for dead birds up there. Was, was that a bra? That's a resounding bra. Huh? No, for me, it's no, not. I'm saying bra. Okay. I'm saying bra. No, not for me. Bra, fame. You Where guys you got? got it. All right. Uh, making eggs in the microwave. Bra or not? Bra. I didn't have a microwave, but I've done it. Oh, yeah, you don't have a microwave. No, I miss my Rustler burgers, man. Oh, <laughs> God. You have done it, you said. Oh, yeah, I've done it. Aye, yeah, for quickness. Is... Rustler burgers are poison, aren't they? They're killing our insides. Oh, they definitely are. You can't have them Who's <laughs> still eating Rustlers? I, I haven't had, had a Well, when we went away. <laughs> I think I've a... had one in about 10 years, oh, man. Be one of the Rustler burgers and soup cup of noodles. Definitely ruining our insides. Oh, yeah, pot noodles, boy. Do a pot no, I don't. I'm, no, I'm, I'm not even hungry. Yeah, I um, I made some eggs the other day and it was super fluffy in there. And then you have to scrub the pan. I always get like the, the eggs stick to the bottom of the pan as well. I'm going eggs in the microwave from now on, bro. I'm going bra. <laughs> bra. bra. Little Make extra butter. Tip for you. Little oh, in the leg, pan. Little extra butter. Just keep those eggs smooth. Stop. Mm. Could you get stuck in a little bit of milk? I'd watch that shit all day. Do you think that you could, because I'm trying to get off milk because it just ruins my guts, right? Do you, could you put like a, a milk alternative in the eggs? Probably not. It wouldn't <sighs> settle the same. I'm sure you could. Have a look online. There's definitely going to be some sort of. What's uh, I wouldn't want to put like free. coconut milk. Or nah, something we get like there, almond milk or some shit. You think the almond milk would float in eggs? I you try it. Go, you have the internet at your fingertips. And I'm just trying to, because we're on a podcast, I'm just trying to have a conversation. <laughs> so, I try not to eat eggs because they fuck with my guts. So. Actually, mean, that's dairy too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah maybe I, I should mean, stop. You could try soya milk, almond milk, oh, soy coconut milk, milk. milk. You could even try buttermilk. Okay, buttermilk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I'll go for that. So I can go for Eggs that. in the micro. No. Oh, yeah, I'll, just uh, throw, I'll, I'll just fill in a wee bit there. We'll use two are on your phones. Um <laughs> Because who's, whose phone was it went off last week? Oh, oh. Mr. Professional. Once. Yeah. Many episodes of To I be done. fair. It's How many episodes does it have last? My phone never goes off. It's Mine does, but it's just... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's he's messaging out. you, mate. He's messaging you. <laughs> hey. Right. Uh, so you said bra. Do you, fuck yeah, man. Do you eggs. put anything in your eggs when you put it in the microwave, though? Just a little bit of milk and a little bit of pepper. No, like maybe any veg or maybe any mushrooms or anything like that in there? No, I would only ever make scrambled eggs in the microwave. If oh, I was okay. going to do something with veg in that, then I'd be more than likely making like an omelette and doing it in a pan. Gotcha. Like but the secret, okay. the secret to your scrambled eggs in the micro, mm-hmm. two eggs, a little bit of milk, pepper, always salt your eggs after you've cooked them. Okay, And then what you're going to do is put a little bit of smoked paprika powder and then a scoop of Deroli in them. Mm. Fuck with me. Fucking talk to me. I gotta write this shit down because I'm never gonna remember that next time Bro, I make eggs. Honestly, a little bit of deadly cheese through your scrambled eggs. Mm. Oh. That sounds good. 
I'm just hungry right now. I need nah, a fucking. I had a fucking pizza for I left the house. I'm not even hungry, but I want to eat. I've not had my tea. Story I've, of my I life. I only had soup in a row for my lunch. That's why I'm also actually, scared. I'm not really fancying going for pints because I've not fucking eaten either. I'm actually gagging for a beer, man. Uh, Fourth of July tomorrow. I hope you guys are tucking into some barbecue or something. I've got my flag next door. Hey, I'm be me up too. Saluting first thing in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Crying. <laughs> Take your hat off. Make sure when the national anthem's oh. on. <laughs> That's God Save the Queen. What's the American one? Uh, Star Spangled Banner. Oh, yeah, but I can't remember how it goes. Oh, say can you? I almost forgot. Step in there. Holy shit! I've been here way too long. Okay, I got another one. As we're talking about this, so what's so pretty? No, every year on Fourth of July they have fucking did it again. Oh, that was just Andy Max phone that went off again. Keep leaving it on. Sorry, guys. That's a very discreet text message tone, though. But um. Every year on 4th of July, they have a hot dog eating contest. So, competitive eating contest. Bra or no? Bra. Really? I, I think al- it's terrible. I've always wanted to enter one. <laughs> what, would be, what would be your food of choice that you could put that on a lot of? I, I, could, I think I could eat more pizza than most humans. Ooh. I could put that shit away. And Guinness competitions as well. I will Fair to put a wager on this, my friend? Mate, I will eat you <laughs> under the table. <laughs> <laughs> first of all, we have our title for our episode. <laughs> and second of all, any time. <laughs> Didn't come at me. I'm 18 stone worth a Scottish fat bastard. I will fuck, around, I will fuck you up. How, okay, how much? Listen, it's are, not the big boys that eat the most. You're right. One of the, one Look of at the, the competitive eating guys. The, one of the best competitive eaters in the world is actually uh, this lassie. You look at her, she's about eight stone. I'm telling you, I could do a pizza eating competition. How many like how many Domino's pizzas could you put down in a sitting? Two and a half, easy. Okay, maybe you can. Two and a half large. Two and a half. Two and a half large is a lot. I'm fucking calling bullshit on that. (laughs) Me too. Bring the pizzas and I'll get it done. Bring me the pizzas. I I don't eat Domino's, but if we did, I don't think you could eat. Bring me two large pizzas from Asda, and I will fucking eat them before Ah, we finish. Wait a minute, now that's not the same. There's a lot more dough in a Domino's. That's the thing Mm. with Domino's is like. Yeah, they are filling. They're very doughy. Telling you, wait, will you find me a, a Domino's? Right, listeners, find us the best comparative pizza you can get in a supermarket. I'll buy two of them. Then <laughs> will eat them. And I'll eat them. <laughs> like, I won't even say anything next time we've got a guest, and I'll just sit and I'll tan these before the episode's done. <laughs> Bet money. Andy, what would be your food if you had to competitively eat? I don't think many people are going to touch me on crisps. Oh, I was going to say that. Okay. <laughs> what your, what's your crisp of choice that you had to put away oh, pull bags? That'd be a cheese Dorito. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, we have, I see we do this as a contest. <laughs> but I think I'd be pretty good at eating chicken wings. I think I'd be really good at eating ribs. Oh, oh, chicken wings is good. Yeah. But I would, sorry, John. I, would, sorry, I really wouldn't want to be going for stuff that's full of dough. So lots of hot dogs with buns, burgers with buns, because that bread... Fucking kills They say you, that man. they have like a cup of water. Yeah. And they dip the hot dogs in the water. That gives me the. They dip bulk. the hot dog in water, eat the hot dog, and then they eat the, the bun separately, which yeah. is weird. But that, if it works for you, it works. And the thing is, they don't even eat it. So I watch a lot. This is going to sound stupid. You know how much YouTube I watch. I watch a number <laughs> of competitive eaters, guys like Matt Stoney, Randy Santel, Beard Meets Food. I like how you know, you know the names. I was actually going to love Randy Matt because if you come at him with some <laughs> sort of activity, he'll be at least let you three names off of He's people watched a who docu- have been in the game. He's watched a documentary on it, yeah. Can I just say, if you are interested in competitive eaters, the best one, the best guy to watch is a guy called Matt Stoney. Mm-hmm. Matt Stoney is a G. He's the one that keeps winning the Coney Island hot dog one. Okay. 
he's one of the, the best at that. And that guy, he will go and whatever his challenge is for the week on YouTube, it might be he's going to eat uh, 10 Happy Meals in under three minutes or something like that. Oh, he does challenges on and YouTube. And he does speed ones as well, all That's sorts of endurance crazy. ones. Randy Santel is another good guy to watch. He tours all over the world doing eating contests. Yeah. And the other guy's... Good money in it. British guy called Beard Meets Food. He's a bit of a... Uh, I'm not so keen on his content and that, but he's really, like, his channel's exploded, like, the last two years, and he puts away. Packs it away. He I've puts eaten, away, man. Like, I'm sure Megan told us when she came on, like, there's been times where she's asked me if I'm okay <laughs> because of the amount of food I can put away. Like, I'm sure you told us once she had to, like, put you to your bed because you weren't feeling well and you were, like, sweating and folk were, like, worried about you and she was, she was just eating too much. We had that, we had that, was a hangover, like, especially if, if I went on an eating competition and you put me in hungover, yeah. I will fuck Knock most people up. Like, we went for breakfast at Broxton Farm yesterday. Ooh. And as I'm walking back to my table with my plate, I'm getting judgy looks from folk. Because it was a <laughs> fucking haters. Oh, mate. I was like, I walked with my head. Hell, you, hell, 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 hell. <laughs> you hold this. Boom. Caught the plate. Hate you because you ain't me. But remember, those guys don't, they don't really chew or eat anything. It's kind of like just a bite in and it's all getting washed down. Diet Coke's a particular favourite, yeah drink a choice for the eating challenges. I'm not sure why Diet Coke's so good. Maybe something in the carbonation. Maybe is it not, do you ever know. get that when you drink fizzy juice when you eat though and then you burp and you feel like you've got more space in your stomach all of a sudden? Oh, okay. Could mm -hmm. be that. But I would like a Powerade or a Gatorade or something mm -hmm. if I was doing something like that. You know, I, I don't drink alcohol when I'm eating. You don't? I don't, I don't enjoy it. The mm -hmm. same. If I'm out for a meal, more often than not, I'll get a non-alcoholic drink. Yeah, I don't enjoy it the same, but I could, I could have a beer with them. I, I mean, yeah. I could do, but I usually don't bother. I'd probably go with like chicken nuggets or something like that. I can knock like a bag. I could probably like get a bag like an ASDA of like 30 or something. I could put that all on a tray and probably put it I down. I honestly believe I'm the Conor McGregor of eating. <laughs> I, I genuinely don't think there's many people I know that could beat me. I think you're talking shit, buddy. Oh. It's always the fucking, it's the wee skinny ones. They're yeah. the ones that are the competitive. Is it's weird. See, Mike, with his new found physique, needs to be chomping down at least 5,000 calories, calories just to maintain muscle mass. A lot of big dudes do it too. Three, yeah, yeah, three, yeah. three buff dudes now, so yeah. check out a YouTube channel. I don't know. For those of you that can see, Mike is the size of a house now. Like, it's just sheer muscle. <laughs> just all gut. I'm a little bit intimidated. You should be. He's absolutely ripped, and it's <laughs> a rip for me and Jordan. R.I.P. R.I.P. Game over. R.I.P. my trousers. Rip in the chat, please. I'll be down at the beach next week. I'm off, so if you want to come <laughs> see the swans. We're going to pause down the end of this. That's for the Patreon listeners, we're going to pause down. Yes. <laughs> Naked. Uh, so next one. All right. So what were we saying with that? You said bra. 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 Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say no, just because it just shows how fucking we, we competitively eat when there's places around the world that can't get a decent meal. Oh, Mike. Good point. I feel guilty. All right. Last one. Uh, wearing shorts on an airplane. Bra or nah? Bra. 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 I'm, I'm down for shorts whenever I travel. Like, Here's the tip. What's the tip? Shorts on, joggies over the top. Mm -hmm. So if you need to take down, you can take it down. You need oh, to build it back up, you build it back up. What kind of shorts? You go like denim shorts or you go like basketball shorts? No, just like basketball shorts. Like That's a good call. Yeah. Yeah. I got a pair of like, sort of like sweat material shorts last time I was coming back because I was down in South for work. I met Chuff in London. And it was hot as fuck, and I had my suit on, and I was like, you please go and get me some shorts. Yeah. And swapped in, and I got my trainers, and it was just a level of comfort that yeah. was hitherto unheard of. Especially wearing from wearing a suit, too. Are you going to drink that water? No. Steal that one. 
I don't like wearing shorts on. I, I read a story about how you shouldn't wear shorts on a plane just in case there's a fire on the plane and you're it'll, you know, it's exposed skin and all that other shit. And uh, <laughs> who told you that? I've read a story about it. I read a story about it. Uh, like safety tips uh, for flying. Um, and also, I'm just, uh, you know me, I'm always cold. So That's I, true. And the, the air is always pumping on those things. When your aluminium cylinder is falling in the true. sky <laughs> from 40,000 feet, shorts or bottoms is not going to. You're not, not going to worry about singeing good. the hair on your I'm legs. I'm getting yeah, my dick out. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you get your dick out? Well, enjoy not? yourself on the way down. See. You say that, right? <laughs> You'd be crying like a little right, bitch. Foxy. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go sick nah. of being called out on my bullshit. Like, <laughs> I'm going nah for the shorts. <laughs> bro, bro for shorts. Shorts all day. But they say you're supposed to, you're supposed to dress for okay, where you're going. No? What is a no? Folk who get their fucking shoes, their shoes off on public transport. Oh, yeah, that's a no. In the fucking sea. In that's a no. Sea. I do it. Do you really? No, I take my on shoes a plane. Off. Oh no, yeah. I do take my plane. No, that's that. He's right. right. Well, you know, I'm saying barefoot. Folk could barefoot. Oh no, I have oh, no. socks on. Yeah, I have yeah, socks yeah. on. I'll take my shoes off on a plane. I will not put my feet up on the seat in front of me. No. I will not put my feet out in the aisle. I will tuck them under the seat like it's a fucking bag, like the stewardesses tell you to, and that's it. Because your feet expand, don't they? Don't your feet get a little bit puffier when you're in when you're in the air, right? Your whole body does. Yeah. So I'll do that because your feet, your, your shoes feel kind of restricting. But don't put your feet up. I don't want to see your big toe coming through my seat. I don't want that. Mm-mm. Put that shit away. It's going to get fucking ripped off. <laughs> I'll rip it off of my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, like I said, we're, we're low on the broad nose this week because the fucking Zuckerberg's fucked us. That's all right. What else we got? What you got? What you got, Mike? Um, Mr. Content. That's so a new one. Mr. Content. Content. Mr. Content, man. Content Kings. Um, shall we move on to what have you been watching and listening to this week? Yeah. <laughs> what have you been watching or listening to this week? Uh, I know you've all been watching the uh, Women's World Cup. Andy Mack, your analysis on this? <coughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I stopped watching after Scotland got put. Oh, because America's running rampant on you fucking... It wasn't on us, no. Oh, no, mm. I mean, the, English. the world, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, no, I haven't watched too much of that. I, I watched a bit, I said this before, and this is not to downplay it at all. I reckon the, the difference in the game is probably down to the fact that women's football was outlawed well, in the UK for so long, and it's not had the backing or the advancements or the money that the men's game has. So mm-hmm. it's not going to be of the same standard, and the goalies aren't as good either. So, but I've yeah. not watched a lot of it. <laughs> Not to say, Andy. Uh, I think what's been weird for me, this is not me having a dig at women's sport, this is me more having a dig at particularly the BBC, but you wouldn't know that there was a Copa America men's tournament going on just now and an African Ooh. Cup of Nations going on just now, judging by the BBC Sport website. Mm. And I, listen, I know that they, that, you know, they're trying to really push the women's sport hard. Yeah. But, you know. But at the same time. Just a wee bit too much they're just ramming it down people's throats a wee bit particularly and uh, to see yeah. England get pumped last night brilliant <laughs> to see those Always English nice. tears made me feel mm, nom, 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 I never nom, watched it I just saw the highlights after, well the stuff on Twitter nicely. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Americans celebrating by having a little Boston tea party I was Ooh, like fucking good on you boys anything that no taxation off. without representation <laughs> anything that pisses off Piers Morgan is, I saw is that. absolutely fine by me 
See, but this is why I like Piers Morgan because he'll he'll talk a good game. But if he loses, like he he bet money, I think he bet a thousand pounds to go to someone's charity. He paid up, which is cool. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I, I like how we talk shit. And if it, if it goes back in his mouth, he's like, you know what? That's fine. I know, but that's like me making a bet to the equivalent of around about fifteen pence. Yeah, I would have paid true. up twice, man. I would have said, Ken, what you've you've done me? There's two grand. You know what I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna fucking. I'm gonna notice it. No, I haven't um, watched much of the. Women's World Cup, but uh, see, Messi got pumped last night as well, and he was oh. swearing and calling VAR bullshit and the referees bullshit. Was he upset? Because he's, he's, he's never going to be the goat. Oh, because he's never, Ronaldo. He's never because yeah. everyone says, but Messi's amazing. Didn't get me wrong, Messi is amazing. Yeah, Barcelona, right. yeah. But fucking yeah, Ronaldo's dragged Portugal to the Euros. Some player. So I See? fucking love Ronaldo, man. Honestly, yeah, I never really. I know we're kind of dipping back into sports here, but like, I never really thought they're like I've seen both of them play, mm. and I think Messi's he's ridiculous, but I, I still think that it, it's not even Ronaldo's close. A, Ronaldo's a more proven competitor because yeah. he's moved. He might he's went to the, the best teams in the league that he's moved to, <laughs> but he's earned that right, and he performs at thirty four year old. Yeah. 34 for a boy still play, he can still play like a winger Beast. do you know what I mean like you usually see wingers will either drop as maybe more of a full back role or strikers will maybe drop into more of a uh, a central midfield role or do you know what I mean they'll, they'll play the pass around but he can still run as hard and as fast as he did when he was fucking 20 year old goat can't wait for him to come to MLS sorry I took that away from watching listening to the wee bit no there. that was Just my with the, world, with the world cup though but what else you got Mike what else you got Mike Chris Brown had a new album that came out the other day, around 32 songs. Wow, that's a So lot. this is his second his second album that's come out in like the last two years. And like there's like 60, 70 tracks in total. It's fucking ridiculous. That's too many. Um, that being said, for 30 tracks on there, like all of them are like listenable, which is which is rare. Like sometimes mm-hmm. you get albums that are like 17 songs, you're like, oh, I'm skipping this shit. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Like there will be ones that you skip, but all of them are like, "All right, this is it's cool." Like I could leave it on. Like I had it on at work the other day and was just like letting it play. Didn't skip anything. Just letting mm. it play. Um, but it's still way too long. Still that way too long. Far too many. So I'll I'll give it I'll give it a seven. I'll give it a seven. It's way too long. Surely for volume of content. Just just for volume of content. Yes. Now, um, <laughs> yeah, I like that. Because he never it's good album. MD when he was me. Yeah, because he didn't beat up anybody either. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Chris Brown's album got the seven. Drake had he, this is going back a couple of weeks now when um, Toronto won the uh, NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. He dropped two songs, one with Rick Ross. And Second also, one, Money in the Graves. Got the Money first in the Graves. Yeah, the first one's growing on me. I've not um, listened to more. But I do like Money. When yeah. I die, I put my money in a great I money had uh, Freddie Gibbs rapping over the instrumental of that Ooh. this morning, actually, which was all right. So mm. I don't know if you'd heard that yet, Mike. You're no. taking the, the the words out of my mouth here because oh, Freddie sorry, Gibbs' man. album, I didn't listen to the whole thing because I can't get off of one song called Palm Olive. He's, it's with um, Pusha T and Killer Mike on there. It's fucking, jokes. oh my God. Oh, sounds good. The song you is send, incredible. I will say as well, remember, you have to send me these. Yeah. Because I have created a Monkey Sword Fight playlist. Oh, good, good, good. I've okay. made it. It's on my phone, so I just need to start. There's one song on there just now, <laughs> but it's right. there. It's Starting that- off small. <laughs> uh, I'm still bumping um, my boy Lil Nas X. Good. Uh, is, is, like, he's, they say he's come out as gay. 
I, I don't know if he. I think he's I just think, fucking I, with everybody. I, 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 I don't think, think it matters, but I think he's probably. I think it's a lot like Andy. I think he's probably bi. I think he's probably yeah. Like Andy's and that description that Andy said of him last week is probably the best thing. He says, "As a child of the internet." Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, his album is is you probably lean towards saying it's hip hop, but there's so many different aspects on there that it is just it's effectively. <laughs> Who gives a fuck about his EP? The guy Hell is yeah. running Twitter right now, The best thing I've seen was yesterday. <laughs> He's, was that. He's, He's killing like, it. I'll paraphrase because the N-word was in there. He goes, that next prick who says something offensive to me <laughs> yeah. is getting kissed. I love I that. Was like, <laughs> I haven't dropped my phone. I was like, that boy's a legend. And he, did he perform at Glastonbury with uh, Miley Cyrus? Thing, or he performed somewhere with Miley Cyrus? Yeah. So fuck Yeah, he's been all over the place, like Paris last week and shit mm. like that. I'm just keeping tabs. I don't follow him on Twitter. Yeah, I followed him yesterday. But everybody yeah. else does, so I just see all this shit anyway. Who said Miley, the Miley Cyrus album? Was it, was it you? Me? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Let's listen to more of that. It's, it's all right. I actually I keep meaning to watch her set from Glastonbury because apparently she dropped some decent covers. Oh. She's done a cover of Jolene and she's got a fucking cracking voice. Like, there's one Miley. Uh, and there was one song I put it in our chat today But since Facebook Was fucking down yeah, You may was... not have seen it But it's called uh, uh, I can't find it Shit it's, The guy's name is Your old Droog Oh your old Droog's quality man He sounds just like Nas though Oh you're aware of this person Yeah yeah no, I've never heard of him yeah, Until yeah, today He's good man He's good um, And I'm just gonna find The name of it now but you've listened to it. I've listened to the song called Monthly. Do you think you not know, think he sounds like Nas? No, but I like his flow though. He's got a nice smooth oh. flow. I gotta go back and listen to it. Nas has a new album coming up, by the way. Get in, uh, get in your old dream, then let me know what you think. Because when he came out, everybody's like, this guy sounds just like Nas. Oh. No, little Nas, real Nas, nasty real Nas. Nas, big Nas, <laughs> nasty Nas. <laughs> Nasty Nas. Uh, yeah, so. He's got a song that I put in our chat called Monthly. It's basically about him. Um, sleeping with an overweight woman to get her metro card or like her bus pass and the whole song is about that it, it, it's it's just hysterical to listen That's to amazing. but he's, he's rapping it as if he's just like it's just rapping you know yeah. it's pretty funny nice that's all i got uh i'll jump in i have watched storms set from glass number about five times did you record it and put it on yeah. your phone no i didn't <laughs> i've been around it but uh see for production for the fact that the boy is, someone made a good point on Twitter. Like he's been, he's been big for a long time. Yeah. Like it's not so yeah, much maybe been. like mainstream, but he has been around for a long time. Yeah. And it's fucking the way he had the crowd going. He brought up um, a guy called Dave and Fredo under a song called Funky Friday, which is a fucking banger, by the way, mm -hmm. on Spotify or whatever. Dave Funky Friday, that'll get in your head and will stick with you. He played two new tunes. He played a tune called Vossy Bop and a tune called Crown. And they've only been out for like maybe a month and the crowd were fucking going mental for them. Mm -hmm. It was one of the best entrances I've ever seen. He came on in a stab-proof vest that had been designed by uh, Banksy. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, uh, I saw that. that was, it was just... You know when you watch... Like, if you're either at a gig or you watch Glass and Rare Tea in the Park on the telly and you watch a performer's set and you know for a fact... People are going to talk about that for a long time. Hell yeah. I was fucking mesmerised by the whole set. Like, I thought he was fucking... The way he carried the crowd... He's only like 25 or 24. He's a young dude, yeah. The way he carried the crowd, like the mix of singing. He had um, had the boy that played Grey Worm from Game of Thrones came on and sang at one point. Oh yeah, he's a singer, yeah. Um, he had fucking... Like, so he brought these two grime artists on. He sat and name-checked 65 grime artists 
in between our songs. He's like people who maybe aren't getting mainstream attention, but he knows about. Yeah. Rattled off sixty-five individual artists' names. Fucking brilliant. So that's that's gonna get a nine bananas from me because I fucking love Stormzy and I thought the production and that the stage like do you know what I mean? just for the sheer just performance value fucking blew me away. Uh, I will touch on as well the boy Dave at his own set. Dave, seen, seen us on Twitter. He pulled the young boy in yeah, the crowd yeah. and got him to rap along the song Tiago Silva. He was on uh, Good Morning Britain this morning too. Fucking fair play at that young man, but he's like doing. He's now doing like club appearances and shit like that. I mean, it's going to last about two weeks, but he's going to make a fucking killing. Stack up. I, yeah. I was getting a little bit annoyed when I saw a lot of people going, you know, give this guy a record deal. And I was like, what, are we giving out record deals to fucking glorified karaoke now? Exactly, that's, that's ridiculous. Look, that's it was a great experience, and it's like you would love to do that. Do you know what I mean? Like, if, yeah. you, if you got the fucking chance to go up with somebody you love, that would be quality. You could tell the boy was absolutely pinging off his nut as well because his jaw was on either side of the stage for the whole time he was there. <laughs> um, He's probably still fucking pinging. Uh, watched a film with Chuff the other day called Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, yeah. What, well, a, good. Heap of, what a heap of shite, man. Two bananas. Absolute bollocks. That's a reality show too. Is it? I think, yeah. I don't know. It was, it was like a rom-com. You know me, man. I fucking love a rom-com, but it just didn't hit with me at all, man. I found it all quite jarring and uninteresting. So I was getting two bananas for me. Um, what else I did watch something that was quite good ah I went to see Toy Story 4 okay. on Monday with Bestie because Megan went with her pal last week and the wee man went with her school so me and Bestie went and seen it mm-hmm. fucking brilliant man. it was alright yeah. it, was, it wasn't it was no means the best one of the series no but there was a Keanu Reeves plays a, a Canadian stuntman toy called Duke Kaboom yeah I was surprised when I saw the thing at the end I was like oh shit yeah it's Keanu Reeves I was, that was fucking brilliant um very emotional, but like I say, it's not the best of the series, so that's going to get a six bananas for me because I think three's my favourite. I think three's the best one story-wise yeah. out of the series. I also went to see Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, is that out of me? Yeah, I went to see it last night with Chuff. Oh, how was that? Really good. Oh, I really enjoyed I it, man. It. Um, what's his name? I forgot. It's Tom Holland. I think he's the best Spider-Man. Best live-action Spider-Man that's ever been. Yeah. Story was great. Action was great. Jake Gyllenhaal was fucking brilliant. Spectacle of it, the casting in that film is brilliant. Um, and there's a really good bit I won't spoil it, it's one of the post credit scenes. But it's two anyone who knows Marvel knows that they always do the post credit scenes to like yeah. set up the next movie. So, Endgame never had post credit scenes, Far From Home had two. Mm-hmm. And for me, these are two of the best post credit scenes in any of the films because basically, like, they've had this the last 10 years. So, they said Endgame was the end of phase four, mm-hmm. but. Kevin Feige, the, the the head of Marvel, came out and said that Far From Home is actually the end of Phase Four. So the two post-credit scenes literally have set up so much shit. Ah, uh, so yeah, there's highly, more to come. Highly recommend it. Uh, I'll give that the standard JP seven bananas. Not my favourite Marvel film. Um, <laughs> I preferred the first Spider-Man solo movie to this one, but it was still a fucking great film. Right. Really enjoyed it. So highly recommend. And one more retro one, I listened to Chocolate Starfish and Hot Dog Flavoured Water oh, the other day. Fucking one of, one of the best albums I've ever Chocolate listened to. Starfish. Like, that was like one of the ones that like Fuck. got me into... So I'm going to give that eight bananas just for sheer uh, nostalgia factor. And as well, some of the tunes on there are fucking bangers. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, and that's all from me, Andy Mack. Uh, not much. Watch a bit of the Copa America, which I alluded to earlier on. Um, what else have I been watching? Not much. Uh, what I've been listening to, I listened to a little Nas's EP. It was all right. Yeah. yeah. 
was all right. Some high praise for Andy Mack. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw a wee bit of glass and bray. Anyone watch? What, what was it? No, it was like a highlights thing. Chemical um, Brothers as well, by the way. They look fucking insane. Yeah, I saw that. There was a bit of Wu Tang. There was also a bit of Stormzy set. It was all right. Uh, other than that, <sighs> I don't think, man. Fucking nothing. Just the usual, man. I don't know watch. I don't know what. I keep saying this every week. Like, I never watch anything. But And then you ask me, what have you been listening to? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I was like in the mixes changes. you were flinging up the other it day. It just changes it. fucking one day to the next, man. Um, watching a few streamers and that. Fucking usual business, man. So, yeah, not much for me. Killing the game in the ultimate team. Yeah, weekend league grinding still in it. So. How are you doing? I'm doing okay, man. Finishing fucking Grinding. goal one, but I'm struggling to get those elite finishes, mate. So it's just you gotta win fucking twenty three or thirty games in your weekend. Thirty games is hard going. That's man. a lot of time. And what I is, didn't what's, start the games. what's the time I, on them? I didn't start playing my games until uh, you got from like Friday at eight in the morning to like Monday. Like, what's the half line? Was it like six minute half? Six minute half. So <sighs> I left all my games. I think. I all my games didn't start playing till about fucking seven o'clock on Sunday night. That's a lot of time. It's a hard. Yeah, that's, that's a, a lot. lot of time. I was up till fucking god knows what time getting through my games. I need those rewards, man. I need those packs tomorrow morning. I'll be up fucking tomorrow morning itching. <laughs> nine o'clock. I need the packs, baby. I need the packs. <laughs> so yeah, that's about it. <clears throat> Not much. Um, are any gigs? I've been there. Uh, not since last week, so no, not been much going on. Did we touch on that? How was the? Yeah, I was talking night? about it. Talking about it last week. Yeah. The battles were really good. Um, so I think there's open mics on the night. So I'm swithering about going down for a pint, but I'm fucking skint, and we still got Patreon to do, and it's now nearly nine o'clock. Yes. So and I need to get edited too. So probably not tonight. I was going to add, I, I don't know if I asked this last week, as a producer, about the length of albums and length of songs. Did we yeah. talk about that last week? I think we did, yeah. And I was sort of saying that there's the psychology thing of, you know, short songs like Lil Nas's tracks at like two minutes 15 in that. Yeah. That if they're good enough, they're good enough to psychologically go, oh, that's over. I need to listen to that again. Mm. Yeah, so, but as a producer, would would you encourage a new, I guess, it would, would it depend on the artist? I think it just depends on, on the, the song. song. Same as on the song. Okay, all right. But yeah, I'm not one for, okay, let's have, you know, a third chorus and then a double chorus at the end and then, ah, loads of ad-libs on the top, fade out, five and a half minutes long. Mm. Like, man, we could have done this in like two minutes 45. <laughs> and made it twice as powerful. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes that's all that shit needs. You know, so, yeah, that's about that. Nice. What else we got? We got anything else for the week? Nah, that's it. We're all done. No, nice. We're all good, man. Thank you. I enjoyed this three-man weave, guys. I like yeah. it when you said that the other day. Three-man weave, three -man yeah. weave. I like it. It's a basketball term. Nice. I don't understand basketball terms. Anyway, <laughs> thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. You can find us on Facebook, Podbean, Monkey Surfing Podcast, um, like Mikey Docs alluded to at the start. Yeah. You can sponsor. Please do. We can. You can sponsor this podcast. Get in touch with us about details, reach, you know, all the ins and outs, all that business chat. Yeah. Reasonable rates. Uh, get in touch if you want some t-shirts. Please. Fresh Batch is about to drop the most exclusive t-shirts in the tune. I guess we'll do the raffle on the Patreon then. Yeah, yeah. we will. And the Patreon. So we're giving out free shit on the Patreon, so please sign up. For some top quality pattern as well. Yes. We keep it off. We keep it off and in. I am on Twitter at Wagwan Patrice. I am also on Twitter at underscore M dots. And your odd dad's cutting about at Macapella. Nice. Thank you very much for listening, liking, and subscribing. Leave us a wee review <coughs> on the old iTunes. Yeah. 
please do. Subscribe on the Spotify. We will drop the links for the Spotify playlist this week as well. And we will talk to you soon. Take it easy. Peace. Ha!